one second. The blinking of an eye. A breath. Enough to change the course of a life. We only know how much we love someone when we know what we're willing to sacrifice. I never asked myself that kind of question. Without knowing why, without asking myself how far I would be prepared to go for love. Sometimes it's better not to know. for love good evening and welcome to show 73 of the over 35s podcast oh my god 73 yeah oh hey god, you get ready get on the street get into your ear and hit the street hey you you never know what you're free one through those doors of 73 wow. oh god number 73 is that right that was the that was a kiddie show wasn't it yeah god ladies tastic it is god no I, I sort of watched it didn't it have what was she called the the woman who was in it wasn't she also in the um, yeah didn't on, uh... did, wasn't she in that film with joan collins the what was it called the muppet movie no the sex one oh. ernest goes to prison no <laughs> ernie saves christmas yeah the bit the stood the bitch she was in one she of those the bitch, yeah she did two dodgy films like that didn't she yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then yeah, I'm sure she was. I'm sure she was. And then she became a children's presenter. There you go. It's inevitable. When Adam gets on a podcast, everything just starts moving toward movies. It's like, here we go. It is. Sorry, it, it is. is. <laughs> it is. Um, yeah, well, you've heard him. Yeah, special guest this evening. That's uh, Adam, otherwise known as Ad Rocksky. So welcome to the show. Thank you very much for inviting us on. Greetings to all you guys from all of us guys at Thumbsticks. Yeah, um, well, we figure you know it's been seven years since there's been a Thumbsticks podcast, so we got to find somebody <laughs> to, no, get you to talk it's, about video games. It's not that long. Uh, oh, by the by the way, just to let you know, Adam, I've updated your feed on the side, so it should be up today. Now I put I put your new RSS feed on there. So. I did see that someone had updated it. And I thought I, I sorted that you. for you last night when I was bored. Yes, oh, <laughs> you're so calm. I know, I know. I thought I know what I'll do. Um, and we've got the Duke as always. Where are you going? Yeah, I'm not going to get this, Adam, and I'm going to look Dude, stupid. you just talked about it last week. I did? Come on, dude. Seriously, Steve Martin. Oh, yeah, Adam knows it. It's the jerk. Come on. Ah, oh, the jerk. Was that the jerk, Perfect really? Scene. Oh, was that, that the was one that where, same scene we were the, talking where he gets about. the lift? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm here now. Let me out. <laughs> here we are. Oh, fantastic. fantastic. You were moaning at me gravitating towards movies, and then you <laughs> right, press I know, I know, I know, I know. 
It's better with the pictures. It's better with the pictures, though, isn't it? We're we talking about pot and kettle. Yeah, and we've got <laughs> uh, and we've got Ginny somewhere amongst us. I'm over here. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Whatever. You know. Whatever. Whatever. No one cares about me. Because no we don't care about you. No, no one cares about me. Um. Yeah. Well, actually, I need to have words with you, Ginny. Really serious. Boy, what have I done Serious now? words. Serious words. Has to be said. Have you settled this when you were at meeting up? No, and... actually, I held it because you know revenge is a, a dish best served cold. Uh-oh. Uh oh. But it's yeah. The price of groove again? No. no. What's that soup that's okay. served cold? I've got to. Oh. I've got to go back in time a little bit. Okay. Uh, because obviously we booked to go to Eurogamer about a month ago. About a month yep. ago, maybe a little bit longer than that. And at the time, I said, you know, coming down, don't want to really be driving home. Need a hotel for the night. You know. So I'm, I'm looking through, flicking through all these sites, and I came across this hotel called the Britannia in, in Wolverhampton. So I, I said to Ginny, oh, there's a, there's a hotel here called the Britannia. You know, I've got a good offer on, you know, lastminute.com. It's a bit cheaper. Is it any good? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, you know, it's nice and central. It's a nice hotel and all this. Yeah, he was, he was definitely fucking joking with me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I woke, up, I woke up there one weekend. It was fine. Oh, my God, right? I'm, I'm not kidding you. Right, I walked into the hotel, right? The night we got off the train in, in Wolverhampton, walked into the hotel. Yeah, it, it, was, it was proper ropey. I'm not all... mitts on the pillows. Oh. Oh, first walked... of all, Stu, if you're looking for a good hotel in Wolverhampton, then I suggest you go out of Wolverhampton. <laughs> no, I was going to say, is it the hotel or is it Wolverhampton? Exactly. But I've got to tell you this, right? I'm walking down the corridors, right? And there were stains, like, all over the carpet, right? And I was, like, walking in zigzags. just to like prizes. <laughs> it depends what kind of stains they are, I, man. I don't know what kind of stains. Get in the room, right? Get in the room, right? The room overlooked the bus station below. Right. Oh, you got the you got the deluxe suite then. <laughs> Single pane windows, no double glazing, right? And pushing it straws there. Jesus Christ! Tell me you didn't stay in that hellhole. Not you had windows. Bush. Just listen, listen, right? It sounded like all the yobs who were below were in the room with me, right? Oh. Which was terrible until about four o'clock in the morning. And right, so I goes I goes to the toilet. There's no toilet roll holder. It was just broken off, right? And there were just, like, toilet rolls along the window sill in the bathroom, right? Oh. I'm just like, oh, yeah, there was toilet rolls at least. You must have... Oh. So anyway, so anyway, I thought, well, I put it with it, you know, buried my head under the duvet and waited till morning came. You know, it was like it was like one of those horror films where you hole up, you know what I mean, and wait till morning. <laughs> With the single glazed windows. Yeah. <laughs> when will dawn get here? <laughs> it was just like... Anyway, so I came down the stairs in the morning. I thought, I'll come down the stairs. Um... And and the, the breakfast was served at eight, right? And there was this queue of grey heads all the way around the reception area, right? And and the, the I, I actually felt very young, has to be said. Because I think the youngest other person there was about 67. Gosh. And there was just all these grey heads in a huge queue queuing up for breakfast. And I was like, it was like, it was like I was in some sort of fucking retarded retirement home. <laughs> Honestly to God, it was just like... It was a happy ending. You got to feel like a young spring chicken. Yeah. And then it got worse because the battery on my phone ran out, so I couldn't text Ginny because he was coming to pick me up to collect my car. It was just, it was just hideous, really. So, mm. what was the name of the hotel? The Britannia. Britannia. It looks, out, it looks nice on the outside. I'll never fucking stay there. <laughs> Obviously, you never hotel stayed in there. Before. I fucking live in this shit hole. <laughs> well, oh my god. Well, we definitely need to pursue this some more because if pe- one thing people tune in for, it's reviews about hotels <laughs> and all Terrible. 
I just wanted to quickly say, though, the hotel was called the Britannia. And what was the pub called that we went in at Monument? Oh, God, that's true. I didn't realise that. Although one was, as well. one was better than the other, is fair to <laughs> And it wasn't the hotel. No stains in the pub. It wasn't the hotel. Although the breakfast, and I like the breakfast, right? Six ninety five, right? And I goes up to her and I said, uh, it was just bed that I got, no breakfast. So I had to pay separate for that. And I said, oh, do we just pay? No, you've got to pay in advance. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so I gave her the cash. Sat down. It's not a good it, sign, is it? But that's <laughs> just in case you die while eating it. <laughs> it was just this free-for-all buffet, and I was getting like hustled out of the queue by old deers. You know, we hearing ate them whistling. They were like, and whistling. then the waiter man well came and dropped the grapefruit on your head. Yeah, it was. It was like something out of Faulty Towers. They even had the, like a Spanish waiter. Oh, uh, honestly, as long as you don't mention the war, you'll be okay. I know. I know. Me, Never you again. I <laughs> no, didn't you invaded Poland? <laughs> I definitely ain't stopping there anymore. She's ever again, ever. Yeah, single guy, what a bitch. I mean, <laughs> I, I really <laughs> don't know how you put up with that. To be honest, <laughs> I would have went there to reception and gone, "This is a fucking disgrace." <laughs> and I was stood at the door waiting for Ginny to come and pick me up the phone. And every bloke that came to the door swore at me for no apparent reason. <laughs> oh, like, they didn't, oh. stupid. <laughs> He did you, Listen, right. you, if you was talking at the same volume you was talking on, on the train, because on the train you was going, I really like that game, I did. it was brilliant. And I was like, shut the fuck up. <sighs> but was, there, no, he's complaining to them about the windows. Can you believe this silver glazing? I was still at the door, it's true, and, you know, brummy guys were just, or Wolverhampton, whatever. <laughs> Was just coming up and swearing at me randomly, and I wasn't no, even. I wasn't. Swear. Hey, you fuck shit ass. <laughs> <laughs> was the Tourette syndrome combination that you were saying? They all had no. And they all had skinheads and stuff. It was. I was you know worried was? for my that life. Day, that day, it was, it was pouring down of rain. They probably walked in and went, "Fucking hell!" <laughs> I just yeah. think they had like it was like a cross between uh, an old deers and bouncers convention. I don't know. It was. It yeah. was. Yeah, they all had tattoos and stuff. I was very worried. It probably um, didn't help that you went downstairs. I know. I should have stayed about the pee under your mattress. They're hidden in the mattress, yeah. Would have been safer. <laughs> okay, let's... Uh, shall we talk some games? Yeah, yeah that's it. So you guys went to Eurogamer. How was it? Fabulous, I think. First day was good. Yeah, we missed the first day. <laughs> oh, the the convention hall had a single glazed windows and it just sucked. Yeah, can I, can I just say as well, we missed the Splinter Cell Conviction uh, talk that was uh, came by surprise, apparently. Damn. Yeah, they did it at half four on the last day. They just tipped up and did a dev conference without telling anyone. Uh, well, it was in yeah. by then, weren't we? Yeah, we were. We were drinking <laughs> beer. Um but yeah, shall we start off? Shall we do, I mean, ju- just to explain, we did try and do a show down there, but the sound quality was pretty ropey. Um, hence, sort of, Adam being on the show tonight to give his views, really. Totally. Uh, so, so shall we go around, do favourites, uh, surprises, and worst, pretty similar to what we did. Uh, so we'll, we'll start off with you, Adam. So what was your, what was your game of the show, then? Uh, for someone who doesn't own a PS3, I'm going to say surprise everybody and say God of War 3. It was uh, it was hugely impressive. Uh, I think not only does it look amazing, but it absolutely feels so intuitive when you're playing the game that uh, there's hardly any thought goes into it. It's all just reactionary what you're doing, and uh, it, it looks like it could be a masterpiece. It really does. Did you ever play one or two? Um, I played a lot of one. I didn't play two. Um, it, I mean, for me, it's always kind of a pigeonhole it a bit with like the Devil May Cry, yeah. sort of. It's in that sort of era, but 
whether or not it's that genre has evolved so much now that when I played God of War 3, I was just shocked um, or not. I don't know. However, I will just say it looked absolutely gorgeous. It felt that everything you wanted to do when you did it with the controller, and bearing in mind, we're playing these games with no instructions, no tutorial. It's just a demo level setup. You're in there, you're moving, you're doing what you think you should do, and it's doing it on the screen. You're pulling off some amazing stuff in these amazing environments. Hell, it's a, it's a, it was a great demo. Yeah, actually, Adam. Yeah, I've got to sort of agree with you. I, I really like God of War three. I think it's probably one of the games I, I spend the most time with on the day. Really, I mean, because Chini went off to play uh, Left 4 Dead two, and when he came back, I was still playing it. And no, uh, I, went, I went off to play Left 4 Dead two and Alien vs. Predator. Oh God, he did. He did two games, and I was still playing it. Yep. I was mean hogging it. <clears throat> But no, it, I'm, an, I'm a nice person, so I don't think <laughs> But it was a huge demo, wasn't it, as well? That didn't help, because it's a big... Yeah, it was a the, huge demo, yeah. By the way, my, my mate... You know, <laughs> no, he but, just took 20 minutes staring at all the minor aesthetic details. Oh, look at that! Look at this item over here! Look at the blood when I'll rip his horns from his head. But, I mean, just, uh, just, to, mention, just to mention my mate, Feng Chewy. Oh, he's, he's one of the guys who's randomly received an email with the demo code. Oh, wow. Yeah, for no reason. Just got it through on his email, and he was like, "Yeah, I've been playing it too. It was cool." Yeah. So what? Yeah. What? I mean, what I would say about it. I mean, it, first of all, I'm not really into. I, I wasn't really that impressed when I saw it at E3. I found it sort of the cutscenes looked really cool, but the gameplay didn't live up to the cutscenes, or it didn't appear that way. Mm. You know, the scale was a lot, you know, smaller. So I, I like, can see what you're saying, but I think that. That's the whole thing about God of War, isn't it? It's supposed to be that you're this smaller thing in a, and you're facing huge colossuses all the time. Yeah, well, you... what I was going to say, I sort of got that more once I started playing it. You know, mm. once, once I was, and, and I've got to say, it, what was quite cool, it was, I mean, it's absolutely brutal, isn't it? You know what I mean? It is. Some of the violence in that game is like proper violence, isn't it? It is. It's, you almost don't want to tell people like who haven't seen it because the wow factor when things happen is yeah. just like whoa. It's like watching a movie and someone's head explodes or something. Like whoa. You didn't want to. Yeah, you don't want to know it's coming. So, uh, but yeah, like as Chinny mentioned, ripping horns from head and blood gushing everywhere. It's, it is uh, in the eye of the creature. You've ripped it off. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a sight to be seen. Well, what was interesting? There was some girl. There was a girl with a boyfriend and a couple of other girls and guys like behind while I was playing, and and it was the percent. Every time something like that happened, it was like ooh, oh ooh, oh yeah, and the the lads are like yeah, cheering, and the girls are like ooh, that was horrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They still have empathy. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. It was really cool though. But the, people were actually cheering when you did something. You know, when you pulled something off, they were like yeah, look at that. <laughs> yeah, there was actually a very just quickly just to say that it was a really good spirit at the Euro Gamer Hall. You know, bearing in mind we're all queuing up to play these games, there wasn't a lot of hustling um, each other out. And uh, when people were doing stuff that was good on the on the game, there was a lot of cheering, like I'm sure we'll get to when we talk about Heavy Rain later. But I thought it was a real good sort of community vibe going on there. I heard I heard quite a lot of stuff from the uh, from the FIFA bit. You know, when we were playing FIFA 10, there was yeah. a lot of cheers going up there every time someone scored a goal, obviously, you know, and that was quite a cool little dynamic. Yeah. And he sort it of had beanbags and stuff, didn't he? It was quite... It was good, yeah. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. Um, so that that was probably my uh, my favourite of the show as well, to a, almost, almost. So what was, your, what was your biggest disappointment then? Um, it's going to be uh, Dragon Age, for sure, on the uh, 360. Dragon Age Origins. Uh, it, it basically looks like a PC game from about five years ago. 
and uh, to, to not get hung up on the graphics because obviously these games aren't about graphics. You know, it's about the story. Um, it, it really seemed quite. Uh, I don't know. We don't know too much about the story because obviously we only get to play one level. But the way that the story was structured, as in, you went from point A to point B to point C, and if you didn't go from A to B, you couldn't. Uh, well, when going from A to B, you couldn't divert too much from it. It was if you go to talk to another N- uh, NCP, you'd be get shoved around to go and see the person you're supposed to go and talk to. So when you're trying to speak to the, you know, uh, maybe the ma- the main quest guy. If you can't find them, anybody else was just directing you towards this main quest guy all the time. So once you was kind of on a quest line, it didn't seem that you could move away from it. Now, whether or not that was specifically done for the demo so that you got to see the end of that story, so you got to follow, you got to see what they wanted you to see in it, I don't know. But uh, to me, it was just a bad idea having Dragon Age there. I mean, who plays that demo who wasn't going to buy it and then says, I'm going to buy it? Yeah. Well, well, I think I've sort of got to agree. I didn't play it, but I did see it. And, and my impression, when, especially when the, the problem was when you saw it next to a lot of other games that were there, it, it did look really old. And I was quite, I was almost looking forward to this and almost tempted to give it a go, you know, because I do like my RPGs and I do like the big, you know, free roaming stuff. And uh, yeah, you know, I'm definitely not even going to consider renting it now after seeing it because it just looked, and, and it, even the animations didn't look great, you know, nothing. Right. Nothing looked great in it, you know. Yeah. Everything just looked really average. Was it was yeah. what what I thought about it? Yeah. How pissed off do you think EA were when they found out that their booth with the uh, Dragon Age was sitting right next to Heavy Rain? Yeah, that's, that <laughs> wasn't great. It really yeah. wasn't great. Um, and what what was your surprise then? What was one that really surprised you? I'm going to go for Bayonetta. Yeah. Which uh, is is also, you know, it's very sort of Devil May Cry-ish, but it's not a game that I even consider. You know, it, I, if I look at the artwork for it, I'd be like, ah, it's a kid game for kids. You know, that's kids, Devil, or Teen Goffy, you know, emo kids playing, uh, you know, their version of Devil May Cry. It's some, you know, uh, goth-looking chick with long hair running around doing basically Dante moves on people. That's God of War, not Clerks. And, uh, yeah, it was... Ah, when we actually got to play, I mean, Mike played a lot of it. It was awesome. It was awesome, like how um, God of War 3 is awesome when you're playing. It seemed very, you know, you could pull off lots of cool moves. She could go up in the air, two guns shooting people. Her hair would come alive and turn into, like, a massive and bite somebody's head off. It was wow. just like a real, like, whoa, lots of shockingly cool stuff going on in this game that looked like, uh, I don't know, maybe uh, something that Jack Black would get really excited about. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought it looked great. I mean, one of the things I thought was cool, you could there was a, a movie you could pull off where you sort of did a headstand and then used the heel guns in your your boots, and yeah. you could aim those and shoot at all the stuff in the sky. It, it was it, there was some loads of. I mean, and Chinny, do you want to say what was the one of the coolest bits that you yeah, did? Well, I was gonna say this uh, Bayonetta or Sarah Palin hack and slash game, I'll call it. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, did she quit her job halfway through doing yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, she goes back to Alaska and says um, dinosaurs was on the Earth 3,000 years ago, apparently. <laughs> That's what she said. That was real. Yep. Um, yeah, any game where you can uh, pick up a giant axe and swap it for a trumpet and then shoot bullets out of the trumpet and then <laughs> your dress, which is also your hair... Uh, turns into a big dragon and eats somebody. He's pretty much <laughs> amazing. You, I mean, all I have to do is describe what happened, and already it sounds amazing. I don't have to yeah. talk about it at all in, in any depth. 
It's silly. It's nonsense, but it feels great when you play yeah, it. Yeah, they're gonna be nonsense. Let's do it right. It sounds yeah. like they're really. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not a big. I'm not a big fan of anything Japanese. You know, I don't like JRPGs at all. Uh, I thought but, you were huge fans of those. Yeah, really. Um, but I, I can see that this is going to be a really good game, and it's silly, and it's silly enough for me to kind of just enjoy it without taking the piss out of it. And t- yeah, you're right, Adam. Uh, teenage goths and uh, emails are just going to masturbate to this uh, non-stop. <laughs> I actually, yeah, I actually nearly did in, in front of the uh, conference. Yeah, uh, that's why we played it on the way out, Chinny. Yeah. So we thought that was going to happen. So if we got turfed out, it was okay. But, I think um, what was interesting, it was almost an afterthought because we just happened to be walking past and there was no one really there playing it, was it? So it was like, oh, let's have a go at that before we go. Yeah. Are they doing quick time events still in God of War? Yes. Yeah, yeah they're still. That's alright, I don't mind that. I'm just, you know, curious. Yeah, no, that, that was actually okay. But yeah, it's still very, very similar. But, but what was interesting, I played through the same parts because I, I cocked up a bit the first time and there's a bit where you can, um, there's like a huge cyclops. And and you sort of wear him down a bit, and then you can actually jump on him, and then steer him around, and, and actually swing his club and everything. You know, you can control him, which so you're was like very, the jockey on Left 4 Dead too. A lot, bit like that, and it, it also reminded me of uh, Batman Arkham Asylum with the uh, the big dudes in that, because that's pretty much what you do on those. You know, jump on the back and sort of run around. You know, and that was a good way of getting rid of the little enemies. You know, well, I'm sure there's only that. so much you can tell about this, but uh, the, I really liked on the first guy. I'm like you, Adam. I only played the first one, but. Um, I really liked all the actual Greek mythology they worked in. There was a lot of interesting references and stuff. Can you tell if they're doing that on the third oh, one? Oh, yes, or? they're definitely doing that because it was oh, the yeah. – uh, what was the god where he rips his head off? Is it Hades? It was Hades, but he's one of the gods. He's riding this, this chariot of fire, you know, around uh, – the Burn, burn, burn. But basically, you, 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 and it's, it's – it's, absolutely gruesome because he's already sort of half dead anyway and you, you basically straddle him and and rip his head off at the neck uh-huh. and his eyes bulging out while he do it and he's screaming you know so mm-hmm. it's pretty and it was pretty gruesome but once you've ripped his head off you can use his head as a torch so basically I think that's in the, in the new Mario game too isn't it yeah yeah so you basically pull his head out and it, it, it can either light up areas that are dark so you can see your enemies or it can show you where secrets are so you can mm. shine it around and see secrets. So that that was, and it was definitely one of the Greek gods, but I'm not sure which one. But he he definitely had lights in his eyes for some reason. And mm. um, so coming to you, Chini, what was your favourite of the show? I can't remember. <laughs> I really can't. What did I say? <laughs> Just copy Adam. No, you don't have to say. Him. You know what? What, what did, did I say? Best? I can't remember what I said on the, the the podcast that never never was. Yeah, secret um, Elder Scroll podcast. I really don't know. Well, just tell uh, us the answer that comes through your mind now. Yeah, what's the first thing you think of? I remember, of? Uh, yeah, it was Left 4 Dead, I think. It was Left 4 Dead 2, you did say that, actually. Yeah, um, but, you know, we all kind of know what Left 4 Dead 2 is going to be about, so I'll talk about something different. But Bad Company 2 impressed me a lot. Ooh, yeah. Um, Do they still have the squads? I, I, I couldn't really dip into that because, you know, it's very hard to play and try and communicate and because you don't have any headsets or anything. I didn't well, wasn't know. there a representative from the company there? Yeah, but he was, no. like, foreign, and he couldn't... Yeah, but did you strangle him and go, no, What? I, with the I, squads? I, I hit him, um, but, well, <laughs> like, I couldn't sprint, right? And I was like, I can't sprint. Mm-hmm. And I says, which... Where, where's the button to sprint? And he went, uh, press left trigger. And I went, I'm pressing it, mate. And he went, no, left trigger. I went, I'm pressing it, mate. He went, no, <laughs> press... And I went, you no, try it. And he, couldn't, and he couldn't do it. And I says, wow. oh, well, it's obviously broken. 
And he went, <laughs> well, you pressed left trigger. I went, all right, okay. <laughs> Just trust us. All right. Um, wow. Yeah, so the, the controller was broken, but there, there are a lot of people abusing those controllers all the day. So, yeah. Um, but what impressed yeah, you about it? It, it looked great. It mm. was Battlefield. Yeah. Uh, so if you, uh, you know, Adam, you was talking about Battlefield a bit, where you know you hate getting sniped from nowhere, but that's mm. that's just the way Battlefield is. You know, the large map environments, and you're open to that kind of, you know, types of deaths. Uh, but yeah. it was great. I mean, it looked fantastic, and it, it just uh, it, there's a lot more like kind of. Uh, I'm comparing it to 1943. You know, it, everything that you loved about. Like Battlefield is kind of like back, you know. The, all the classes, there's a lot more classes than 43, uh, and just lo- the, lots of little gadgets and things, you know, like putting the lasers on the vehicles and things like that. And there's probably a lot more that I didn't dip into, but yeah, it's it's Battlefield and it looks even better than the first one and 1943. It was great. Excellent. Uh, and and what disappointed you then? Oh, I remember what I said. Dark Void. Yeah. It was. I was really liked this. This um, the previous game they made, which was Crimson Skies Two. Uh, I've still got it actually on the original Xbox. Um, but that was just all flight combat. It was kind of set in World War Two, and the, the main character was uh, a kind of Nathan Drake uh, type guy. Uh, and it was it was a, a lot of fun. And the first kind of footage they showed of Dark Void was the same thing, but you could walk around and shoot. But it, and it was like. Uh, futuristic and used like jacking UFOs and it was it looked really good and the flight controls looked really good but it was a poor demo because it didn't show you any of that the, the only flight that was in it was the jetpacks and apart from that it just looked like every other third person shooter uh, that we've seen it, there was nothing special about it nothing jumped out of the screen about it and it was just a, a big pile of vomit on on the screen it, HD vomit but it was you know. Mm-hmm. Vomit, but it just wasn't that great. And Stu, you played it, and Adam. Yeah, I'm with it. you on this. I just found it was yeah. very average, very very boring. Yeah, the cutscenes weren't very polished. Even they looked a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Meh. And what was I doing? And the foot, like the the bloke who passed it on to me just left me in this really crap spot, uh, and I, I just couldn't even like couldn't get up or anything. I couldn't use my jetpack. It was a bit dumb. I think that that was sort of a testament to the game. People started playing it and then just sort of walked away, didn't yeah. they? It was just yeah. like. Yeah, this is crap. Yeah, they didn't really make the best use of it, though. Um, not as inventive as you was, Stu, were they? No, I, I was crashing into mountains to see what would happen to him. <laughs> yeah. He broke the guy's neck and I he did. went all limp and just fell to the, <laughs> yeah. the bottom. It was very cool. Well, yeah, like avatar to, drop. <laughs> you had to do stuff to make it fun. <laughs> that, was a, that was the trouble. And what was your surprise, then? What was your surprise of the show? Uh, single glazed windows at the hotel. Yeah, that was a disgrace. Um, I think Bayonetta was the big surprise, but Adam's already uh, nicked that. Nicked that, that. that. Racing car. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah split yeah. split second was um was pretty good. The the you know split second for those who don't know are the makers of Pure, and when you kind of you know. I don't know how you get those rewards, but you get rewards throughout the race, and when you do, you can kind of interact with the environment, making planes crash, creating shortcuts. Make shit happen. Make shit happen. You kind of you have god abilities, and you can raise cranes and lower cranes on other cars. You, and you basically so, turn into Michael Bay. And, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, right. that's a pretty. That, yeah, that's a pretty good way of saying it. It's a good way of saying it's, it. It's fast. It's silly. It looks very pretty. It's and it handles it, nothing like Forza, which is great for me. <laughs> that, that means there's also no story, then, right? Yeah, uh, it's a racing great. car game. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I'm just wanting to take him stab Michael Bay. But it, Screw I, you. I, the only the only uh, bad thing I got about it is we played it for like five ten minutes, not very long, and I, I was already sick of the track, to be honest. So I hope that I have a lot more tracks in it, and uh, you know, as you said, Adam, I think Saturday was how many tricks do they have up their sleeve? How many times can they make you go, "Wow, that looks really good"? Uh, but it's, yeah, that, it's something I got my eye on, definitely. It seems like a solid rent to me. I, I'd yep. worry about its long-term pliability, especially yeah. like say with the tricks. It does seem like each track would have like its one or two tricks, and if you're playing that multiplayer. Once you know that trick, it's going to probably be easy to avoid it and yeah. uh, be a bit redundant after all. That would be a worry of mine. Uh, hopefully they'll address that, you know, somehow. But uh, that would be a definite concern. But I'd say a solid rent for sure, but uh, not day one. Uh, there you go. Um, well, before I say mine, I think we should talk a little bit about, because we can lead into it from this. Uh, uh, but let's talk a little bit about David Cage. Um uh, yes. And let's let's have a chatter because uh, yeah, because basically we went to the dev conference, you know, the developers talk on on heavy rain, um, and David Cage there, which was a, which was a nice bit of a bonus to be honest, because I didn't really expect any big developers to turn up there. It's from France, year, no, I know, I realise that, but you know, you sort of see the E3s and the big American stuff, and you know they're all going to be there, but sort of little old England in London, you know, and and sort of a bit more scaled down. You don't sort of expect anyone, you know, who I would consider to be big to turn up there. You know what I mean? And I was I was really impressed. He was a uh, I think that they've got so much riding on this heavy rain. He'll be everywhere trying to shift units for them. He's got to be everywhere for this thing. Yeah, no. Well, he, well, yes, he has, and it is almost like it isn't. It isn't an experiment because obviously they made Fahrenheit, so they've done this type of game before. But it's a big risk due to due to the type of game it is. Really, you know, it is a bit of a risk because there's nothing really quite like it out there, is there? At the moment, there's certainly how, nothing. How much money have they actually ploughed into this so far? Well, they, Sony's backing them up, isn't it? What are so. ideas? God knows, but it it would be. I would imagine. I, I did hear recently that the average cost of development of a triple A AAA title now is between thirty and uh, twenty and thirty million dollars. Nothing right. to you, Stu. Nothing to you. Fuck it, James. Well, yeah, we're going from that. It's the average triple A title, but this has been in development for a long time, and the amount of a- a- actual real actors they were saying that they've got involved in this as well. They said they had um, you know, real script writers, and you know, it seems to be motion, motion capture. Every, the animation yeah. is motion captured, so every person in the game is motion captured it's as expensive. well. Making all those little words swirl around the person's head—that costs a lot of money. This costs money. That, that's a good mechanic, though. Do, do you know the ins and outs of that? He well, was explaining it to us. I mean, I mean, let's let's talk a little bit. I mean, he did a little bit at the beginning to explain the game, which gave me a bit more of an insight because I wasn't originally totally sure what the story was. Um, I mean, we all know there's four playable characters, but basically the story revolves mainly around a depressed father who didn't manage to save one of his sons that got hit by a car, didn't he? Was the basic mm. premise. So his son got hit by a car. He His son died. His wife left him. He was very depressed, left with his, his only other son that he had left. And, <laughs> oh, that's terrible, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't hear that. That's awful, awful. Uh, but basically, <laughs> his, <laughs> his other son gets kidnapped by the origami killer. 
Mm-hmm. And then, then basically the premise of the game is you've got four days to track the killer down before he kills the other son. Yeah. So that's so the, so the father's one obviously of the main characters. Then there's also a grizzled um, private detective who play, yeah. who you play in the game. Um, there's a woman called Madison who's a photographer for a, a, the press who's trying to get a story. And then basically there's a CIA agent as well, which is obviously who's leading the main investigation to track mm. him down. So those are the four playable characters. Um, the controls are interesting because you use the, the right bottom, the bottom right trigger. R2, to, that's called. R2. Shoot. I know. Well, I, right I, I think because... Like a controller with a number of different butts on it. Like I think because, right because I play both 360 and, and sort of PS3, I always... I, rather than because they both have different names, I just... Why well, don't you just remember them, Stu? Yeah, because, I'm, because I'm old. Okay, mm, you are. I'm I very am. sure. It's a very important issue I'm for sure. us to keep fighting about. I'm, I'm trendier and less fat. Well, your thought would be. Yeah, um, <laughs> not as trendy as me though. Yeah, not as trendy as you. Yeah, I'm the one who lives in London. <laughs> yeah, oh. that's not trendy. That's just pretentious. Yeah, pretentious. <laughs> so basically, got double glazing. <laughs> oh, that, that's true. Yeah, brag about it. Thanks a lot. Yeah, so basically, you've got four. Yeah, the way you do it, you sort of use uh, R two. Uh, to you press that down and he walks, and then you use the uh, left the left um, stick, left thumb stick, to move his head around, and whichever really? direction he looks in is the where he walks to, basically. Yeah, that's why I refer to Dan as the left thumb. <laughs> yeah, so Dan's the left thumb stick, is he? <laughs> yeah. So basically, that's how it works, and and then obviously he went into the game, talked a bit about how he played out. Showed us a, a de- the, the shop demo, which has been on a, a lot of sites and on YouTube. So we've seen that quite a few times now, and and, and different endings to it, you know, different. Uh, which I'll come into when I talk about when I actually played it. Yeah. So then he did a, a question and answer session after that, and he started off with the um, well, basically with one of the most interesting questions I thought. Somebody asked him about the trophy support in the game, and and he said basically he only wanted people to play through it once. He said, um, fuck you and your trophies. Yeah. He wants us to play for his game once. Make it five pounds. Yeah, it was just it was just weird and he was very evasive, didn't really answer because the question with that the way it was asked was, Will the trophies encourage people to play it through more than once was basically the question that was asked and he, he sort of didn't really say what the trophies would be or how they would well, work. Well he said that he didn't want people to play it more than once. And he didn't want people to play it more than once. But the thing that he What's demonstrates the, the thing that he keeps going on about is how different it, it can be every time you play it. And then he says, oh, I only want you <laughs> to play it once. Check though. me out on that. Just take my word for it. I think what's I was going to say, I think what was also interesting is the way he keeps banging on about how different it is, but because he keeps demoing the game and doing different things, some of the magic is lost, isn't it? Because... Yeah, but he's contradicted himself. Yeah. So got, play it once, but here's what would happen. I'm yeah, like, if you did that. No, I wanted to that. Yeah. You have so many cool experiences if you played it again, but don't do it. No. And yeah. I, I did ask a question also, he says. I did ask him a question. Yeah, so I put my head down in shame. Yeah, he did. And then basically, <laughs> well, there be penetration in the game. What's up with this hotel I'm staying at? With the <laughs> well, all of the hotels have double glazing in heavy rain. Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Stu, what was your question? Well, basically, basically earlier on, somebody asked him the question about the, you know, how graphic would the the sex be in the game, and and what. <laughs> 
you know. Well, the, uh, you Tell know, us more details. And basically, he sort of more or less said that he was making a, an an adult game for an adult audience for 18s and overs, you know. Of course, and, he's from France. You know, and he's not for kids, you know. And and he wanted he was quite evangelistic. Didn't want people to view games as toys anymore, and it's it's adult entertainment, blah blah blah. So he, he was going to put all that stuff in there that would be considered adult, you know, which is fair enough. So I asked him, you know, taking bearing that in mind and the fact that Australia only has a 15 certificate for games, yeah. how how would he be prepared to make cuts to the game to release it in Australia? I don't care about Australia. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's kind of what he said, really. That's kind of what he said. <laughs> <laughs> he saw pretty much. He, he, that's he pretty... typical joking about French. Yeah. Who cares actually... about Australia? They're Sorry, all guys. the way down south. But but again, it was it was fairly vague. It said he didn't really know what they hadn't discussed it yet. First of all, the first thing he said was they hadn't discussed that yet. Then he said they'd eh. made minor cuts to the game for other territories. So he mentioned that. And then he said, as far as he was, as, as he was aware, the Australians were going to get the full game or nothing, basically. <laughs> and, you know, in light of stuff that's happened recently, the chances of the, of that game, and in light of what we saw when we played it through, the chances of that game getting released. Uncut in Australia, I would think, would be very slim. Poor Australian gamers, man. They're losing out on everything. They are. Well, they have... Did you did you know recently they have announced that they are releasing Left 4 Dead 2 cut censored in Australia? And basically, oh, all, yeah. all most of the blood's gone. All the dismemberment's gone. The zombies are going to bleed maple syrup instead. Uh. <laughs> Talk about <laughs> well, the blood's gone. It's not the same game, man. All the zombies have gone, Duke. There's no yeah, zombies there's in no zombies. You'll tickle them instead of slicing them up with a chainsaw. He just basically... You just basically run around in empty areas. Are they going to have friendships when you defeat the zombie, like in Mortal Kombat? Don't know. But they did try and resubmit it for as it was, and they just rejected it a second time as well. So, yeah, as the original one. So there's definitely. Well, now I'm curious yeah. to see what that would look like. God knows. We, maybe we can ask. We have got an Australian listener. We can yeah. ask, can't we? we send us some video. Yeah, send us video footage of the game. Mind you, he's not going to buy it, is he? Who's going to buy that like that? You know, why would... desperate to play the game? I mean, you know, what choice does you he might, have? You might put up with, yeah, you might put up with the lack of blood if you want the game mechanic. Yeah, well, I don't know. So can't they import? What region are they over there in Australia? Do you know? They're pal, aren't they? They are pal. They are. Yeah, so what's the big deal? Isn't it illegal though? Probably. <laughs> Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Well, maybe the Australian not... government should grow up. I know. I know. <laughs> Well, anyway, anyway, we'll come on to that later because there's some more Australian stuff as it goes. Um, but yeah, that that t- right. Come on, my game of the show was Heavy Rain, incidentally. Anyway, which really? we all predicted ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. And even even after what was nice, right? Because you know, sometimes you sort of see a game and you see stuff in action, and you think, when I played, it, it's not going to be as good as I'm anticipating. You know, I'm going to be really disappointed. Well, I wasn't. There was, there was certainly none of that. Um, so, Adam, how bad was Stuart the cutscenes when he was playing Heavy <laughs> Rain? <laughs> I was, I he was experimenting, in fairness, I think. Uh, and, and I didn't die, to be fair. No. Not well, as bad as that guy before you, though. Yeah, Ooh. no, well, he did that on purpose, and we'll come on to that as well. But the, the, basically, you got to play the, probably the, the, the most two, or most viewed two scenarios that you see on YouTube, which is one was the shop. Where you sort of get to do the shop and the hold Trying up. Trying to talk down the guy robbing the liquor store. Well, that's what you meant to do, but I'll come to that in a minute. And the other, the other one was Jack in the scrapyard who resprays the car, you know, sort of, and you have to do a bit of investigating, a bit of CSI style Snoopy. Yeah. Snoopy Check review. For, yeah. Check for sperm. Check for sperm. 
And, but the shot one, we'll talk about the shot one first. So I, I, what I basically wanted to see was what, because David Cage banged on about if you, you could even just do nothing and, and it would just play out, you know, with the, the sort of the scene and the guy holding up the store. So I, I decided to skulk around at the back of the store and do nothing, basically. So I didn't intervene or anything. I just let it so play. So you did it the way, exactly the way you would do in real life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would just hide at the back of the store and not get involved. Uh, uh, yeah. But what was exactly? What was, yeah. But the guy's got a gun. What am I meant I to do? Exactly. But Pardon was, me, sir. I don't believe you mean to do that. But what was quite interesting? The the game is designed in such a way that it, it sort of encourages you to intervene. It, it does do the guilt trip thing. Well, of course. Yeah, so basically he starts off and he's, you know, shouting at this poor bloke and telling me he wants all his money. And, and obviously he, he says he's, he's worked hard for it, so he's not going to give him any. You know, he's not going to give him the till money. Um, so that Which goes is a on. surefire tactic when you're getting robbed. Really Let me try on. to use reason with you, sir. And so that, that goes on for a little bit. And then, and then he, he, he sort of leans over the counter and, and whacks him in the head with the gun. So then he sort mm, of goes down. Yeah, it goes down, and then and then there's a pause. So so then he and then he starts fiddling with the till, trying to get in the till, you know. And then it's locked, so he can't. Get, then he starts shouting. At, so there's lots of time for you to intervene, you know. It's not sort of over quickly, you know. It certainly builds up. Um, but then basically, it gets to a point where he's he's obviously had enough. The robbers had enough that he can't get his cash, and he does a three count on the on this poor bloke behind the counter. You know, says you know if you don't if you don't give me one, I'm basically I'm going to blow your head off. I'm going to count three, and that's it. And he counts to Unless three. somebody stops me, I'm going Unless to shoot you. <laughs> and, and basically, he counts to three and shoots him. So that was it. And then he, he he sort of goes, oh, shit, oh, shit, legs it out of the shop. I sort of sculpt back to the front of the store. And this poor guy's on the floor, and he's been shot him in the neck, and he's on the floor bleeding out everywhere. My goodness. Yeah, and it was pretty. It was pretty graphic. And he looks up at you and says, "Why?" Yeah, well, he was. He was actually a bit like that. He looked up at me and he was gurgling, obviously, because he had loads of blood in his throat and stuff. If and... only there had been a police officer here who could have stopped that guy from shooting me. <laughs> and basically, the the premise of that part is there's a shoebox with a clue to the killer in it, and if you talk him down, he gives you the shoebox, you know, as a as a sort of reward for doing it. But in the way I did it, he sort of gurgles it in his dying breath that the shoebox is under the counter and to take Why it because it can help. I know, help with the investigation. And, and what was a nice little touch there was the, um, once he died, you know, once he was dead, it gave you an action to close his eyelids, you know, so there was a oh, bit of a, man. yeah. So, yeah, the second scene, basically you're in, you're in Jack's garage, his scrapyard, and you're sort of trying to piece together that, you know, the, the car used in the abduction has been resprayed there to get rid of it, you know, basically. You've got to go in there, you know, uh, go and have a snoop around. You get a special glasses, you know, a la CSI. Mm, 3D so you, glasses? So the, yeah, so the, all the blood stains or any tire tracks or anything like that will show up once you look through the special glasses. Like Batman's detective vision. A little bit like that. A little bit like that. So basically, you piece together all the little clues, and eventually you come to a part where you find, you know, concrete evidence that the, the stolen car's been put there. Hmm. So then when you make your way out... <laughs> is the concrete evidence your dead son? I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. It Go ahead. No, it didn't. no, this is from the detective. So I should have mentioned that. This is from the CIA detective's point of view, this bit. Gotcha. The, game. the same guy who was in the store, right? No, that's the gumshoe. That was the private detective. So oh, this, I got you. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, guy. Anyway, so basically you do that. As you make your way out of the garage, he's obviously, you know, noticed that you've found the evidence. 
So you get a gun in the back of the head. Uh-oh. Okay. So at this point, you start having a fight with the guy. Now, yeah. the, the person who was playing in front before I played it, he decided to do a similar thing to me. So he basically, there's a part where he slams you down on the bonnet of a car. And once he, yeah, and once he's, yeah, once he slammed you on the bonnet of the car, he, uh, he, he picks up this big metal bar and starts trying to hit you with it, you know, a big, huge metal bar. Um, yeah, and, and there's obviously quick time events, so you've got to press X and then press triangle to avoid it and, you know, all those sorts of things. Um, but yeah, what happens is the guy, the guy who was playing in front of us, he didn't, he decided not to do anything. So he didn't follow any of the prompts on the screen just to see what would happen. And he got killed. Yeah. Have you ever seen Misery? Have you seen the film? Yeah, Misery? yeah, yeah. She hobbles him. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a little bit like that with an iron bar to the head. Oh, goodness. So he whacks his head one way and obviously whacks it the other way and obviously breaks his neck. Oh. And then hits it one more time for good measure. And then basically the camera just zooms out from his face upwards into the, you know, above him. And mm-hmm. and you, you, you're pretty much sure that he's Came dead. Over. Yeah. yeah, well, it isn't, though. It isn't, though. Really? He's dead at that point, but that character's story arc is just gone. Interesting. So you still play the other three characters? Yeah. So you just move oh. on to one of the other three characters. That's interesting. Yeah. So it was cool. And yeah. then I and then I played through and I did the 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 I, I managed to do him and he eventually got squished by his own bulldozer. Uh-huh. Yeah. His straps got caught in it. But mm. yeah, very cool. Got to say, very impressed. Yeah, definitely game of the show for me, and I'm really looking forward to it now and i think mm-hmm. it's doing something really interesting that not a lot of other games are, are attempting at the moment yeah well it sounds like they're going for story over action which is fine i mean i think that's an interesting way to go because a lot of games kind of lack on stories so. yeah i mean it really is story driven you know there is action in there you know these action sequences oh, sure. there, but and they're, and they're very sort of tactile you know they feel like there's some weight in them, you know, and, they, and I think the the sort of the little quick time events help it because they're all almost contextual to what you're doing on screen. Yeah, you know, so that makes it really interesting. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it. And isn't I heard something? Weren't you saying, Chinny, maybe at some point that there was something about like when somebody's throwing a bottle at you, the button for the quick time event is on the bottle, so that you're looking at the yeah, yeah. rather well, than ping. That was the that was the tech demo kind of like if he's throwing if he's stabbing you with a knife like the the quick time event button is on the knife rather than just kind of at the bottom. So So was that on the bar when he was attacking you? It was. Yeah, so you're watching the action rather than watching the place where the the prompt will be. And what was quite cool as well, each button had like a little timer on it. So rather than just you've no idea how long you've got Mm -hmm. to press it, it gives you a little timer on each button. Some are obviously shorter than others depending on how urgent it is to do what you've got to do so it does put pressure on you but some take some give you quite a lot of time some are obviously quicker than others and yeah. and it, it does use the six axis uh the motion stuff as well so oh, basically it did make you look like you was masturbating it did way. so basically yeah <laughs> so basically if you have to punch somebody or or something of that nature you basically uh yeah do the the controller up and in an up and down motion <laughs> to somebody in the face so it was good. I liked it. I was impressed. I must have me, and, and I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, just before we move on, you know, to the second part of the show, we just need to uh, do a few mentions of other games we played, don't we? I think. I mean, well, what what else did you play? Ginny, that impressed you? Anything else? Impressed? Yeah. No, I'm joking. Uh, Mag was pretty good. Massive, uh, massive action game. I played that. That was that was all right. I, it looked a lot better than I thought it would be. Played smooth, very nice. Um, Left 4 Dead 2, obviously. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, Super New Super Mario's Wii was kind of fun in the kind of frustrating kind of kind of way. Kind of. Um, I know what else did I play? Split second, good. Saboteur, meh. Uh, they didn't have any lost what about, stuff, uh, did they? What about our 3D Avatar moment? Well, I was, was uh, mentioned that. Steal my game, why don't you? <laughs> Three, <laughs> 3D Avatar. First of all, 3D is overrated. Get over it, Stu. It's never going to happen. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, actually, can I just say, can I just say um, we, were, we were talking to a guy on the train. We should give him a quick mention, shouldn't we? We were talking to a guy on the train on the way back, and he went to the NVIDIA 3D demonstration, didn't he? And he said some of the stuff they were doing there was was really amazing, really sort yeah, of. But he, he also he also said other things that I didn't agree with. Yeah, he did. True, true. <laughs> well, Avatar in 3D, I was I was actually suitably impressed. I thought it looked pretty good. I mean, what did you think, Adam? Yeah, I was actually impressed by it as well. I was very sceptical about it. Um, I, I do think that uh, if you start stared at it for too long now, you might get motion sickness. It did look like um, your focus was maybe. Um, you know, be drawn around a little bit too much, and I get motion sickness at the best of the times when 3D games. So for me, it might not be something that I you know is viable, but uh, it, it certainly looked like it was 3D. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of depth in the scenery, and the scenery looked just awesome, I mean, didn't? The, it? That's kind of all it did. It was just it just gave it depth, you know. And the the, the, the I mean, it looked fine, you know, exactly how you would expect 3D to look when you watch all parts. Well, yeah, yeah. exactly else was you waiting for 3D to do it? Yeah. What did you want to do? Well, that's, what, that was that's my point. the third dimension. Yeah, that was my what, point. What, what that's you said it, it, it added depth, and I said, well, that's all it did do. So what do you want to do, mate? A hand to come out of the screen and slap you around the face with it. Well, that's what you're <laughs> expecting it to Maybe do. It's not going to happen because you have to wear stupid glasses to achieve it, and no one's going to ah, fucking wear them in their home. They'll feel stupid oh. like they do feel stupid when they're playing Star <laughs> Hero. That never took off. The game, uh, that's it. Uh, the game wasn't great. It didn't make me coffee and give me a blowjob. No, Jesus it, it looked, it, looked a, it looked a lot like Lost Planet in 3D, and it looked really weird when a character, not your character, but so you walk past the character, and... Um, it's it's really close to the screen. That looks really odd in 3D, and it, it kind of threw me off. It didn't look very good. But I was going to say the one, the one the thing game that, itself is all right. I was going to say I was just going to say the one thing that I did think was it didn't look half bad. I was expecting oh. to be a bit meh, and it, it actually looked quite a lot of fun. And it did look a lot like Lost Planet or Lost Planet Two. You know, it certainly had a big look of that, and it did look okay. I wasn't too disappointed. <laughs> If it was in the rental shop when you got your 3D glasses and there was nothing going on, I'd tell you what, I'd rent it. Yeah, but you'd have to have a special telly to play it, wouldn't you, in 3D properly? Well, I live in London, remember, we've all got them. Oh, whatever. <laughs> double glazing and special tellies. Double glazing, wow. Oh. Your, TVs, your tellies are double glazed too, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, double glazed tellies. <laughs> um, but yeah. no, you have to have a 120 hertz telly, which in America is pretty readily available. Nearly all the DLP tellies over there have 120 Still hertz. Still expensive, though. No, they're not. You can buy like a sixty-inch one for about a thousand dollars, which is about seven hundred. Oh, that's not much money yeah. for it. It isn't. It isn't. Seven hundred. Find that on the couch every week. Not for a big oh. telly. For a sixty-inch telly, you'd pay about three grand for that over here. I bet Duke has got about four hundred dollars in his pocket now. Yeah, yeah. Loose change. Loose yeah. change. Um, the other, the other game I think we should mention just before we move on. Last game to mention is uh, Mass Effect Two, which I. Uh-huh. Which I played also. Adam was scared to look at because he didn't I know. Any spoilers. He <laughs> <laughs> went, no, I don't want to look. I went, Adam, I mean, it's set in space, so how much is he going to give away? <laughs> I mean, space you, suit and stuff. I mean, do, did, you play, did you play the first one, Duke? 
Uh, haven't we been through this? I played it for like an hour, and it was too much shooting and not enough RPG. Oh, well, you definitely you won't buy the second one. Because <laughs> what I was going to say... But I also is... didn't know what I was in for, so I think if I came back to it and gave it another uh, shot, I'd probably like it. I was going mean, to say... I like Borderlands, so... Yeah, I was going to say, this one is definitely... You know, they did say they were going to sort out the shooting mechanics to make it more like a shooter, and and it definitely plays more like a shooter. You know, the cover mechanic works really well. The aiming's really good. And you do feel like, you know, in the first one, there was still all that sort of chance going on in the background, whether you'd hit or miss. This time, it is straight up aim and shoot. Gregorian chance? Yeah, there's no chance. You know, you just sort of aim and shoot. If you hit the target, mm-hmm. you're aiming in the right place, you'll kill it, basically. Yeah, it was very I like that in the shooter. Wall, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but the first one didn't feel like that. You know, you could shoot at someone, and, and there was that pausing mechanism that didn't really work properly, wasn't there, as well? Yeah, it didn't work for me at all. I didn't really know how to use it. <laughs> but it didn't but do so, anything. It just let you pause the action to have a look around before you carried on, didn't it? Yeah, exactly. I didn't see much of it, so I didn't really want to, but uh, no, I could see what you were playing, and... Uh, yeah, it did look like Gears of War-ish. That, you it know, did. Good Gears of War. Not like, oh, let's you know just rip off the mechanic and not put any effort into it. It generally looked like it worked well, so uh, that's encouraging. I mean, you've got to think that they're not going to mess up the story because they've got so much, uh, you know, so many interesting things in the first one. There's so much scope and room to go. Let's hope they just don't go matrixy and get too, uh, you know, like self-involved in the story and it all becomes all self-important. That's my maybe my worry about it. I mean, it was Outside smooth. You know the cover. The cover mechanics worked really, really well. And then it took you to the, the final bit of the demo was like um, a convert. You, you end up in a room with some sort of diplomats, but it was so hard to hear. It was so noisy. I couldn't really hear it. And there was some dialogue trees. I missed. Uh, there was a little sort of left trigger prompt which I missed. And I assume it would. You know, because he mentioned about being able to intervene or do an action while you were in the midst of a conversation. Yeah. I assume it was one of those that I missed. Yeah, it didn't right. look like that. Press the trigger now if you'd rather not destroy the universe. Like, yeah. Oh, shit, I missed that one. I know, yeah, it was a bit like that. It, it, her guard as if to you know, take them away, and you, that was your chance to intervene and stop it happening or just sort of like go with it. Yeah, um, and I missed and, it, and, and she was yeah. shot to death. Yeah. It would have been interesting. To You're just letting that. all sorts of people get shot. I dude. know. Terrible, Anna. Terrible. Oh. But that's it. I mean, that's about it for, for Eurogamer. And yeah. Well, we... here's the question about Mass Effect 2, though. Go. Jenny, did you have something you wanted to say first? Not really. If I did it, it wasn't going to be very important. Well, I was. Okay. Um, do you get to throw somebody through a window? Is there any defenestration going on? I didn't know. Oh, not, not at that point in the game, unfortunately. Because I'll play it just to do that. Yeah, you just want to throw someone through a window, don't you? I want the achievement for defenestration. God, you know what you like. If you want to fight someone through a window, it... just play uh, Force Unleashed. You can get to do that. Uh... <laughs> can I give an honourable mention to uh, Blue Toad? Yeah, you can. You can. Which it looked, uh, you know, it's PS3 again, but um, Blue Toad Murder Files, I think it's called, weird name, looked very sort of um, Secret of Monkey Island crossed with Dr. Layton, or Professor Layton. And uh, <laughs> I-, I like Secret of Monkey Island a lot as well, so that was one that. You know, if they keep on bringing out good games, I might eventually have to buy one of them PlayStation 3 things. I know, I know. PlayStation 3 things. Them, play, them black box thing, weird things with yeah. control. <laughs> Just give it a shop, Adam. Go, yeah, what's that black box thing you got there that plays that violent god game? <laughs> <laughs> give me one of them. Um, 
Yeah, so I think that about wraps up Eurogamer. Excellent show. Definitely they better do it again, which I think they will because it sold out, didn't they, both days, so there shouldn't be any so issues. Yeah. And if I anybody's mean, listening didn't see the video, come to the Over 35 yeah. website, check out the video of all these people. <laughs> I don't know whether that's a good promotion, really. Do you want to see us? Well, yeah, it's, you it's, want to see it's fun to put a name to a face. Yeah, if you want to see what we look like, there's, there is a video up on the website, so you can come and have a look at that. Okay, we I think have an edited version for Australia. It's that time. It's a time. <laughs> yeah, we've got an edited version. We know violence. Uh, it's that time for some, uh, well, it's Quanrian's indie pick time. So are you, are you ready, Mr. Chin? Okay, here we go. Then let's listen to it. Go. This is Michael Quigley, also known as Quanrian on Xbox Live, doing indie picks. This week I'm going to do two indie picks once more, and those are going to be Beat Hazard and Echoes Plus. The first game is going to be Beat Hazard, and Beat Hazard is what can only be described as Asteroids meets a visualizer based upon your music library. And it is a very bizarre experience, and if you are going to check out this game, I'm going to highly, highly recommend checking out the visualizer released by the same developer, Shadow Rage, if only to make sure that this game will not give you an epileptic seizure. This is absolutely necessary because this game is very intensive as far as lights and colors and stuff like that goes. And it may actually be actually physically inappropriate for some people. But if you can handle that kind of stuff and things like bullet candy are your cup of tea, then this game is a very intense experience that is built around your music library. It actually forms the formations of the enemies based upon the music that it's playing. And the visuals in the background are actually also based upon the music. So it's it's a pretty surreal experience. But as I said, it's, it's very intense, uh, perhaps too intense at times. So uh, you, you, this may be something that some people might want to pass on, but it, it's also a cool, very cool shooter, very solid. And the, and the interface and just the overall polish on this product is absolutely fantastic. Power-ups are very simple, but they do relate directly to the music itself. One of them controls the volume, which actually increases the frequency of your bullets being fired, as well as making the music itself louder. And then the other one is something along the lines of intensity, and what that seems to do is, is make the visuals a little bit brighter and louder. Um, and it also makes your, your, your bullets generally more powerful, sort of like more spread. And when both of these bars power up, you get uh, a sort of superpower where you shoot this laser and it just absolutely decimates everything. So uh, that, that's a pretty interesting aspect of the game. And on top of that, there's also a, a multiplier bonus you can pick up in two ways. One of which is to pick up the bonus, and another one is to actually not shoot and you actually get a sort of survival bonus that'll be added to your multiplier for not shooting for a set amount of time, which is kind of cool because it's just a little bar fills up as you're playing. The other game is Echoes Plus, not to be confused with Half Brick Echoes. This is indeed a different game, which I myself was confused about because when people mentioned Echoes Plus, I was thinking it was an expanded version of Half Brick's Echoes. This is not the same game. This is a completely different game by a completely different developer. And the quickest, simplest way to describe this game is Asteroids on Crack. Possibly Acid as well. Very trippy, very Geometry Wars-ish, very bright neon colors, insane pacing. Quite fun, quite good, got, a, got quite a few modes to keep you busy. And uh, it, it's it's an overall, it's a pretty good experience. And it, it's, it's a pretty good uh, outing by 
Binary Zoo. It's also a very polished product. So both of these games are, are quite good, but uh, Binary Zoo is definitely the cheaper of the two. Now, it, it may be difficult to say which one of these is the better of the two. This is definitely going to be up to personal opinion. When price comes down to it, Echoes Plus is definitely the cheaper of the two at 240 Microsoft points, where Beat Hazard comes in at 400 Microsoft points. And so that may be a definite determining factor for a lot of people. But overall, I would have to say Beat Hazard has a bit more oomph to it, just because if you do have a music library, you're going to be consistently replaying this game just to see how your songs turn into levels, which may or may not interest you. It depends on how much you're into your music and how much you're interested in seeing your music turn into enemy formation. So it, it's kind of a different experience. It's definitely not something I've seen before. So it, it's kind of cool. I'm not sure if it justifies the price point, but it, it's definitely cool. Echoes is a little bit more of your standard shooter. If you like Geometry Wars, you're probably going to dig Echoes Plus. It's got a lot of that same vibe to it, but it, it is also a little bit more simplistic in a lot of ways, but also very good fun game, and, and they're both pretty cool games in their own right. Yeah, so check them both out. They're both shooters, definitely for shooter fans. Also, if you like music, this would uh, be definitely uh, pointed towards Duke out there. Uh, you might want to check out Beat Hazard, see how that grinds on you. And also, remember, if you're going to check out Beat Hazard, please check out the visualizer first for just 80 Microsoft points. That also, you know, helps support the developer, and it's a cool little visualizer as well. But uh, Echoes Plus is definitely going to be a little bit more towards people's wallets and it, it's a little bit more economically viable and it's also a very good product at 240. Okay so that's the uh, the Aquanrian Indie Picks for this week and can I just mention Adam Adam unfortunately has been dropped from the call and we're, we're struggling to get him back on at the moment but if, he, if we do get him back on we'll bring him obviously back into the into the show for this week, so uh, we'll keep trying that at the moment. Uh, but let's uh, just going back to the new pick. So let's start with you, Duke, this week. So what did you think of his picks for this? So he thinks that Beat Hazard is like right up my alley. Is that what he said? I think he did. Oh man, if he thinks that, he's absolutely right. Oh my God, Quanrian, I like <laughs> want to give you a big hug and a kiss, dude. I cannot tell you how much I love this freaking game. When I downloaded it, I was I'm always very skeptical of these things, so I was like, I don't know, we'll see what we could do. I don't know, maybe. And I had to play like three or four songs to, see, and they don't let you play the whole song, so it's hard to tell at first whether you're really into it, and it's hard to tell at first too what the game is doing with the music. And Quanrian's right. The game does the music does affect the enemies that show up and, and other the way the game looks, but it also determines the strength of your guns on your ship. It's a twin stick shooter, and 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 if the music's real quiet, your your ship, no matter how many power ups and stuff you have, doesn't shoot very powerfully. So, for instance. I started playing with Poison from the Prodigy, right? And there's that part at the beginning where they're talking. So it's really, really quiet. And all you can really shoot when the music's quiet is this tiny little stream of little tiny dots. So they're going, you know, it's almost five. Eh, fuck, sorry, I'm trying to rock a fucking gym, man. And I'm like shooting these little pew, pew, pew. And it's, it's nothing. <laughs> but then, of course, when the beat starts hitting, and the guns are blazing and the music and the, the lights and the colors and... Oh man, I played it for like an hour after I bought it, and I'm. Do you buy I'm, it? I'm, I totally no, bought it. I love this like game. Four hundred points, though. That is dude, like... it's totally worth it. I mean, that's it's a really good concept. I've actually been waiting for a long time for someone to incorporate music in an interesting way in the game, in a way that does you know let you do it 
in an unusual way. And this really fits the bill. They did a really good job of incorporating the music in a creative way. The one thing I don't care for is when it pulls the music off of your PC, which I have a Mac, so that's a little tricky to begin with, but there's a great product called Connect 360 you can use to stream your music from your Mac into your 360. But it, it, it pulls up whole albums. And it doesn't pull all the data right away, so it just has a list, album number one, album number two, album number three, album number four, and you basically have to go through and say, okay, what's the name of this album? And it'll tell you the name of that album, and then you can scroll down some more and pick another album. So it was kind of hard to find a song I really wanted to play because I had to keep sort of stabbing in the dark about which album it was, but I mean, it's a freaking sweet game. I love it. Way. Do you know what I can't believe, right? The first game I thought you'd buy would at least only be an 80-point game. But to, well, I bought the zombie game. Did they? But to fork out that much money, I mean, or that many points, should I say, because that's a, that's a fair whack of points, isn't it? Dude, they hit the jackpot, and Conrian <laughs> is my new best friend in the world for bringing me this game. I am so happy. Thank you so much, dude. I, I'm going to buy you a beer next time I see you. Well, I can't believe that. Whenever I'm, I see really, I'm really shocked. So what did you think of the other one? I mean, you obviously love uh, Beat Hazard, but what did, what did you think of, of Echo? Thumbs up, man. Echo. Echo's, eh, it's all right. It's a sort of bog-standard twin-stick shooter, I thought. It's fun. It looked nice. Good music. But, I mean, compared to Beat Hazard, there's no question. I did. One thing I really did like about Echo's Plus is that you don't instantly die when something touches you, which is something that kind of annoys me about twin-stick shooters because I guess this just goes to show that I'm not very good at them, which is fine. I don't mind people saying that. But, you know, Echoes, you have like 100 energy or something. Every time you get touched by one of the bad guys or rocks or asteroids or whatever it is, you lose a little bit of energy. And there's power-ups. You can regain it. But but you don't die until all your energy goes down, which is nice because it's not just instantly it's over. I mean, I mean, can I just ask you because obviously you bought the the full title. Does it ha- does it include the visualizer? Can you just have it as a visualizer? Yeah, you can. When you first start the game, there's an option to uh, just do a visualizer, and I don't know if it's the same one that Quanry was talking about. They did separately, but it does have the option to just use the visualizer. And one thing that's kind of annoying is that you can't switch your source for your music while you're in the game. You can choose it when you first start up the game, whether you're drawing from your hard drive or your computer. And I suppose for most people, it's not a big deal because most people don't stream through their computers, but yeah, I love that. I love the fact that it actually allows you to use the streamed music from your computer as well, because you wouldn't have thought it would be that sophisticated. Well, you know, that whole process was... for the 360 isn't really all that complicated. It's just pulling from a different. No, but story. the fact they've incorporated code into the game to to enable it to do that, I think, is pretty cool. You yeah. know, they've yeah. obviously thought it thought it through. I'm 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 properly impressed. I'm, I'm well, I did I did consider buying it myself, but I thought 400 points is a lot of points. But you've maybe convinced me to have a punt now. Well, it depends on. I mean, I think he's right when he says it does. It depends on how into the music you are, and I tend to be very very into. Oh yeah, the right music for like I, when I play. Fallout, for instance, I have to make sure I pick music that fits it. So I have like Scorn and Coil playing in like this dark sort of ambient. And, uh, you know, so anyway, I, I tend to be very into music and games. So, yeah. Okay, Chini, let's come on to you. What did you think then? Uh, which one do you want first? Whichever one you like. Go for it. I'll go. talk about uh, Echo Plus first. Or Echoes Plus, as it was called on the indie games dashboard. Anyway, yeah, uh, I like the fact that y- you know you had a lot of control over the ship. I think one thing that Beat Hazard lacked was like y- this real kind of sharp control of the ship. Yeah. Uh, you know, like you-, you just could move around very quickly, move away from things, and it's important in twin stick shooters to kind of have very quick reflexes. 
and yeah, you know, I was just I was really unsure about what was what was enemies and what was power ups in, in Echoes and things like that. It just it just lacked any kind of character. Nothing stood out about it. It was just another twin stick shooter to me. It was, it was like Geometry Wars one. You know, it just, yeah, it was. It just wasn't. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's it's a it's a okay twin stick shooter, but that's it. It's uh, when it starts up, it starts up like an eight bit style, and I thought, oh, like maybe that's going to be a running theme. And they they don't really go anywhere with that. They they don't go yeah. far enough. I thought. And I if thought you leave, that too. If you leave the menu uh, screen on its own, because I was texting, I think, and I just left the menu screen going, some little eight bit animals come along, uh, the background, and mm. just kind of walk across. And I was like, well, that's really odd to do that and not not like put it in the game. I just thought it was very strange. Um, but yeah, it, maybe I when just, you unlock it, all that stuff does expand. Well, it's not a very good demo then. Uh, but <laughs> uh, you know, I did see one mode that kind of took my eye on Echoes was 200 trials. You know, do you have the the the, the endurance or something? Where I, what I think it is is you play 200 trials from start to finish, non-stop. That's it. You, you know, once you quit, you quit. That's you have to start again, which is kind of cool. I, I thought that would be interesting to play, but not. I wasn't too. Um, motivated to do it, you know. Uh, if it was Geometry Wars, I would, but not not this. I just thought there was nothing special about it. It was it was a decent one, though. Um, Beat Hazard. Now, I do suffer from mild epilepsy. <laughs> was... Oh, really? Oh, shit. Well, <laughs> well he did uh, the warning. At least he did the warning. I know. <laughs> right. The, the first thing I thought when um, uh, this, this game loaded up was not get me to a hospital. Luckily, I, I survived. But it it was... Wow, this soundtrack is awesome. And then I clicked. <laughs> I went, no, this is my soundtrack. Right, because pull- we should say it pulls a random track from your music library to yeah. play in the background. And I noticed I think, that too. I had the same exact experience. I think I think that my influence on this game is is um, is ma- massively influenced by the fact that the only songs on my Xbox I have is Prodigy. Mm-hmm. All right, so that that's. Uh, Fat of the Land and the singles one, like the kind yeah, of yeah. top. Uh, uh, yeah, and uh, that kind of influence. I mean, that music with this game it fits perfectly. Brilliant. Isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I just thought that I know I've got more epilepsy, so I'm not trying to bring that into it. But it it it, uh, it is a little bit too bright mm. it, because the thing is with Geometry Wars, it, it's bright, it's colourful. But the graphics are so crisp and sharp, mm, yeah. you can kind of tell where things start and end, you know. Right, right, right. Uh, and with this, you know, not so much. Like things are just really bright, uh, but it was very polished, you know. Like, but the, the, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, because there's sometimes like the music, the background will pulse if your song gets real loud or like a big snare drum hits. Yeah. But then it kind of looks like some of the weapons that some of the enemies shoot. So I agree with what you're saying. It is kind of hard sometimes to tell. What's just background stuff, and what is something you gotta watch out for? Mm. I, I, I mean, like the menus and stuff, the way they work, it, it's all polished, it, it looks great. But I just thought that, that that there is too much going on, and I know that that's kind of the point. But I, I think he just, you know, the line, and he just crossed it a little bit too much. But it is a very, very good game. I think it's it's not bad. It's got co-op and stats and rankings, and there's challenge modes in there. Uh, yeah, and it, 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 it's, it's a cool concept, but maybe 400 is a bit high, but it's, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. 
But I, mean, I don't think I could play it more than now because I'll die. <laughs> yeah, you probably would. You'd be there just twitching on the floor. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I've got to agree with both of you, really. And do and you know what's really nice? I don't have to actually try and defend anything here tonight. <laughs> you know why? Because they're good. I know they are. <laughs> they are good. And hey, the was is, good. When a game is good, we'll we'll say it's good. Yeah, it's good. I mean, well, I mean, for me, I I just like the way the power ups were with the volume and the different things for your weapons, and I I just loved it. I mean, I, I'm really after listening to you. I'm, I think after the show, I'm gonna go and purchase it. You know, I think I'm gonna put my money down on it and, and give it a purchase. And I definitely like the fact that yeah, they took the chance to do something unusual and it and it worked. You know, they think they did it right. What was nice, I I heard about this sort of maybe two or three weeks ago because I downloaded the visualizer on its own and it had a little advert on there coming soon beat hazard which will incorporate mm. the visualizer so there was a little they'd done a little bit of marketing with a cheap visualizer for 80 points and sort mm-hmm. of added in the fact that they were releasing a game to go with it later on in the month uh, yeah. what was I going to say um what was I going to say? I was going to say something I completely You were going to say, Duke, you're awesome, and you sound like a yeah. really handsome you, I love you. And you're a good dancer. God. No, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I've got a really odd number of uh, points now. Uh-huh. I've got 220. Microsoft no, that's an, even, that's an even number of points. Well, like, uh, odd as in bizarre. <laughs> Not that's odd a, as in. That's the I team. made a funny math joke. Okay. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I, I, I bought a uh, groove. And... Wait, I, I so, you had, bought I, it, so you stuck to I, your word. Yeah. I, like I, had, I had 300 because I've recently bought Gaytoni and I bought Groove. <laughs> I uh, just like the idea that you bought Gaytoni. Like, yeah, he's Gay in my Tony. house. He's in my house, right <laughs> um, Yeah, that's all got a really odd number of points now. I don't like it. I really don't like having right. weird numbers. But not enough to buy Beat Hazard, so you got to find something else. Maybe you could buy a – I, I don't know. Do you guys get university shirts over in the UK? Uh, no. They just released a lot of college apparel, and I'm not going to get it, but I mean, you know, I went to the University of Florida. Go Gators, man. I'm thinking about it. Dude, I, I wouldn't buy anything for my avatar on, on Xbox Live because I'm completely against it. Yeah, I'm trying to do that too, and I mean, I, I don't know. I kind of get caught up in the stuff like, yeah, Gators rule. It's only 80 points, but then I think, no, it's rewarding them for making you buy stuff. It should all be free. Yeah, do you, you, you're mentally, if you're going to spend money on that rubbish. I'm not, but you know, I'm you get caught up thieves. in it. Like, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, you know, eh. It's not I'm even a, real. I'm not buying a, a theme for my dashboard, because themes, you're not showing them off, are you, to other people? Well, I just wouldn't like, do it to show it off. Yeah, you are. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't care what people think of how I look in the virtual world. If I did, I'd go play The Sims or something. I'll tell you this, though. I am myth, though, that, I mean, because uh, i, I got to be honest that I like messing around with them a little bit. I don't know. It's stupid. I know that it's pointless, but I don't, I can't admit it. I can't help it. It's true. But I'm, I'm annoyed that now that they're selling all this stuff, they're not giving anything else away for free. I wish they'd give us a little yeah. more stuff here and there, you know, for our Xbox Gold subscription. God damn it. God damn bastards. Bastards. Um, okay, let's... Took your germs. I took your job. I took your job. Um, okay. <laughs> what what we'll quickly do we'll we'll quickly go around and see if there's anything else anyone's been playing because I know obviously you have Ginny and you have Duke haven't you you've been, Ooh, yeah. you've been finishing stuff again I'm, no I'm, it's what crazy. the hell is, what I mean seriously what the hell is going on it's just I don't know my my papers have been stacking up is what's been going on no, I bet your kids aren't getting any marks or anything at school are uh, they they never care I give them papers back they're like oh whatever and when did I do this and they throw it away 
It's just crazy stuff. Yep. Crazy. So what what have you been what have you been up to then? Come on, give it. Well, to I played I've been I played uh, uh, Quantum of Solace through again. I've never done that before. I played it again on the no uh, Walt hard level. Yeah, this is my third time through now. Wow. Because I went and watched the movies again after my second time through. I watched Casino Royale and then Quantum of Solace, and I was like, okay, now I know the story. I'm sure it'll be interesting to see the cutscenes in the game again. And it is, and it's, you know, I just love the game so much. So that was fun. But the big news is that I beat Borderlands. No way. Yeah. I really hit the zone uh, over the weekend, and I was just really into it, and I uh, pushed myself and just kept pushing, and. And I beat it. It's I finished. And, you know, I don't want to spoil anything, obviously, but the ending sucks! Well, we knew that would be the case anyway, didn't we? It's not about... Yeah, it's but, the journey but, getting there with that. I game. know, but you know yeah. what, though? I mean, it's even worse than I... I mean, my expectations weren't very high, but I'll tell you this. Whatever your expectations are, drop them. Because, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I was... So, I mean, there's a little... Hmm, that's interesting. Okay, how about that? But, No. Like really? Bioshock had a better ending. Really? Yes. Gosh. That's just... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't expect that at all. So, I, I mean, know. whatever. I, I Again, like you say, it is about the journey, and the game is all about... Apparently, CPM told me, because he finished too, he says, okay, there's actually an option on the menu now that will say second playthrough, and you can... The, the enemies are harder, you get better guns, and all this other stuff that makes it different the second time through. So, clearly, they don't even care. They didn't even care about the story when they were doing it. Um, you know. But he said there are some interesting connections to Bioshock, and uh, I hadn't noticed really, but just to give one example, uh, at some point in the game, you're picking up these audio journals that this woman has scattered around the, the wastelands, and uh, if you look closely, they look a lot like the tape decks you pick up in Bioshock, so that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've obviously played a lot with you the last week or so as well, because obviously I've still put quite a bit of time in, but I've got nowhere near the end of the game. I'm just running around shooting stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you know, again, like that's the key. That's the fun part. And and there's so much of that. Uh, I will say that one of the levels toward the end, I was kind of just so eager to finish that I was kind of racing through the levels because you can often escape from some of the bad guys if you just run. So I was kind of doing that in some spots, but uh, you know the 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 game mechanic remains awesome and fun till the very end. So it never got old, and uh, I can definitely you know still say hey go get it. But again, whatever you're thinking the end's gonna be like, put it down a few notches because it's yeah. Not. I didn't think the story would like say I didn't think the story would ever be that good anyway. Uh, you know I was. Well, I don't think you should even use the word good in any sense. Yeah, I wasn't convinced anyway. Um. So, anything else? Been playing anything else apart from that? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. That that took me right to the end. I actually went back to Kingdom for Kethlings, believe it or not, because after all that shooting and running around and you know respawning and stuff, I needed something that was a little more low key. So I uh, went back to do that a little bit, and uh, yeah, I need to go back to Ratchet and Clank and Eternal Sonata, but I'll get to those. Okay. All right, Ginny, go on. Give us your uh, your views on Gay Tony then. Uh, well, he's definitely gay. Is it oh, cheeky! Yeah. Um, it's it's good. It's it's very good. It's better than Lost and Damned so far. What I've played, um, I, I've, it's hard to tell how far I am into it, but I reckon I'm about halfway. I think I've just got to the base jumping stuff, and that, you know that's a lot of fun. And uh, I, you, you, there's a tank and some new cars and some new weapons. The combat shotgun is awesome. 
right? Absolutely okay. awesome. You can shoot down helicopters with it. Oh, I was doing that earlier. It's brilliant. It it just kind of feels like everything that they didn't put in the original GTA 4 that people wanted, like a tank parachuting, nightclub in, sex scenes. Oh, yes, the sex scenes. Yeah, uh, how, how graphic are they? Is there, can I ask you, is there, is there black tape on the nipples? No, there's nothing like that. It's all concealed. But there is one thing that I saw, which is... Because the, the, the random friends are back. Remember in GTA 4 where you just kind of... They're not on the map, but they're just like a little stick man on the map. And you might meet them, you might not. Yeah. And But on this one, they, they're white on the map. So they, you know where they are all the time. And when you get close to them, they turn like green or whatever. Uh, there's one of those missions that actually made my jaw drop. I was completely amazed with what they did. Uh, it is it is very um, <laughs> it's it's very naughty. <laughs> Put it that way. It's, naughty. It's bad. It's very bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's you kind of meet the. It, <laughs> I think it sounds like the woman out of the IT crew, the female. It, it's a, it's the best. You know when you hear a British accent in a in a game, Stu, and it's yeah, an American, yeah, yeah. and you can tell that this British actor is probably British but lived in America for too long, and it doesn't quite sound right, you know. Yeah. Uh, the 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 British voices in this are brilliant. They're perfect, and this woman is British. It's like a British Paris Hilton. Really? Yeah. Mm. All right. And she's a slapper. And the the thing that happens in that mission absolutely dropped my jaw. I could not believe it. Uh, yeah. And the the main character you play is uh, Luis Lopez, and he's probably the best character I've played in GTA since CJ. So yeah, I, I really like it. I really I I don't want it to end. I'm scared to finish it. Oh, that's great. that's pretty cool. You know, I am I am tempted to pick this up on this because it's only yeah. Like, well, I'll say to you, I'll well, say to you like, last week, if if you haven't bought Lost and Damned, but you like GTA, right? There is no reason not to get the Liberty City stories because, or the episodes from Liberty City or whatever it is, because it's a discounted price. It's twenty five quid in England, and there's a lot there. You know, Lost and Damned is ten hours. Uh, I haven't finished Gaetani, but it's it's very. It, there's there's a lot to do. It's very in depth. There's, it's great. It's absolutely great, and you don't need GTA Four to play it. There's no reason not to get it if you like GTA. Yeah, no, well, I, de- I definitely think I might Brilliant. do it, but then there's still other stuff I'm buying, so it's like... And the music, Stu, you'll love the music. Yeah, do you know, I'm tempted. Uh, can I just ask, uh, I believe there's the, the opening scene includes a sex scene. on the da- It starts on the dance floor, and you have to do... do so do you do a dancing mini-game to get the sex? Yeah, there's, there's mini-games. They're a nice kind of distraction. They're not, they're not you know, um, forced upon you. They just kind of say, hey, you know... Uh, there's some mini games or whatever. Uh, the, yeah, there's dancing ones, and they're they're quite, you know, they're they're they're, they're dancing mini games. What can you say? They're they they're, they're not brilliant, but whatever. It's quite funny to see him dance. Is it like Dance Dance Revolution? You know? No, you have... it's not. That's I think that's what that's something they steered very clear from. It's not because they had but... that in San Andreas, and it was like, come on, give me a break, people. Yeah, is it, I mean, it, dance it's... with this woman to steal the truck with the stereo equipment in it. It, well, it's still in that kind of vein, but there's no real objective to it. There, you do a mission where you, you kind of do have to pull a woman by dancing with her and, you know, uh, and all that, and you, you get yeah. a blowjob and stuff. Does so. he do the funky chicken? No. Uh, no, Stuart, he doesn't. 
<laughs> if he did the fuck chicken, he wouldn't get a blowjob at the end of the fuck. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe but that's yeah, it. you know, the, the stuff like that. And you can shake some champagne and drink it and splash it on women. That's another mini game and uh, take shots. And I, I would, I will say that Luis Lopez, Louis Lopez, does take his drink better than Nico because he gets sober <laughs> a lot quicker. Well, that's, that's good. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm I think I'm definitely going to pick it up. You know, it, mate, it, it is worth it. It is absolutely worth it. You will not dis- be disappointed if you pick up episodes of Liberty City. Right, I think not, I'm going to go for it. Dis- I guarantee. I will. I will give you the money if you are disappointed with it. Really? If you can like honestly, if you can honestly tell me that it's not worth the money, then I will give you the money. Yeah, well, do you know what? <clears throat> I think I think I'm just going to say it's crap anyway. Then yeah, you're... I know you will, but you... <laughs> I know you'll I know you'll be lying. I'm going to so... go. Yeah, that game was shit. <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. great. Yeah, no, I, I think I might give it a go. I might give it a go. Um, well, I've been I've been playing a couple of things. I've been playing a couple of mainly demos, mainly demos. Uh, but I played the Ratchet and Clank Cracking Time demo. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank. Which is there's two there's two separate really? demos. Two separate two demos, and they're ginormous. They're two and a half gigs each, so they're absolutely massive. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, nice. You know, looks good. Very, very classy looking graphics. Does yeah. what it says on the tin. Lots of power ups, lots of shooting, lots of running around, platforming, jumping. Pretty yeah. much Ratchet and Clank, really. You know what you're going to get, you know? And it's yeah. a winning formula, so why screw with it? I think they do, a, you know, like the Beastie Boys, they know what works and they just keep doing it, and that's good. You know, and it's, it's hard to really criticize it, but it's hard to also say it's doing anything really different to any of the oh, other yeah. games. Of course. You know, but overall, really liked it. And I've also played uh, Trine, which I know how to pronounce now since I've played the game. What is it called? <laughs> Trine? Trine. Yeah, Trine. Mm-hmm. Keep it going. Trine. 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 What, what is Trine. it? Uh, basically, it's, it's a lot like Shadow Complex, but mm. not the same setting. So it's a, a side-scrolling 3D landscapes, but on a 2D plane platformer mm-hmm. type game and basically it's it's sort of more sword and sorcery and wizards and and you can you you, you control three characters at the same time which mm-hmm. sounds a bit odd so you have yeah. a wizard who can obviously levitate things do magic uh can just make boxes out of thin air which is quite a cool little dynamic so you can do that if you need to get to a higher place mm-hmm. uh, you have like a, a hunter type lady who has a bow and arrow and can also swing across ravines and things and gaps and then you have like a soldier who's like a brutey type with a big sword so he uh-huh. deals with you and you you can basically switch on the fly between the different characters to accomplish different tasks yeah so it's really cool so you're, you're like a little party of three who get joined together with this trine and then you have to play through the game as three mm. people Interesting. Um, and it's nice, looks lovely, looks fantastically nice, you know, very nicely looking. But it's like £17 or something on the PSN store, so it's a lot of money. Yeah, it's expensive. You know, and I'm I'm sort of tempted, I am tempted, but I don't know whether it's quite good enough to warrant that sort of cash. But it looks yeah. good, but it looks really, really good. And I think that's about it for me, playing games-wise. Um, so moving on, we have got some uh, Call of Duty... Modern Warfare 2 stuff again, as we as always, as we have, always have. Um, because we've got to have a little bit every week, haven't we? And it is releasing next week, so... Eight days left when we're recording yeah. this, so when people listen to this, it's less than a week away. It is less say. than a week away when people listen oh boy, to this. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy. Uh, first of all, they've released a new um, kill streak. Have you seen that? A new no. Kill for 25 kills, if you can manage to get oh, yeah. five on the, on the trot. 
The, you I just mean, set the, off a this, nuclear bomb and the whole uh, team dies forever. Well, you're absolutely. I mean, if you didn't know that, you're absolutely on the mark. I didn't. Wow. Are you serious? Oh, you did. Yeah, no, I'm serious. Yeah, I was so totally you joking. Yeah, no, I was going you... to say the exact same joke as well. Dude. Well, the, the joke is actually true. Wow. If you, if you get 25 kills, you get a tactical nuke, which, wow. which basically kills everybody on the map, including yourself. But obviously, you win the game. <laughs> That's crazy. So there you go, uh, and I'm sure people will be just allowing someone to shoot them 25 times just to see what happens. <laughs> I'm sure you'll see it once or twice. Yeah. So you get a tactical newt which just obliterates the whole of everybody and everybody. So there you but go. I wonder on the games with the respawn. Then does that just mean you all die and then you respawn? I don't know. I don't know. I, I would assume it's the end of the round or whatever. You know, I would no, assume. See, that kind of makes me nervous because then I thought, okay, well, this person would infiltrate the other team and put someone on there and let them do it, and I don't know. It's cool though. I, I do yeah. like. It. I think it's a cool, it's an interesting concept. Tactical nuke. I mean, seriously. Anyway, um, there's also been some uh, stuff today that's come out that the 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 removing private chat. Um, yeah. chat from the game so basically when you're playing the game all you can use is game chat or nothing wow you know, yeah they've been talking about this on the website the over 35's website and I, I, you know it's it's annoying because obviously that's a good thing to just be able to talk to your friends on the private chat but Parsnet pointed out that you know we've rescued a lot of people from the the wasteland of idiocy by saying, hey, if you're sick of all these kids, you know, join the over 35. So it's kind of good, I think, to sometimes be in the public community talking to people. But, of course, then you deal with idiots singing and trying to rap and, you know, reading off their laundry list. You can mute them. And I think, you know, in a way, it's kind of weird to go into Call of Duty 4 lobbies and have so many people with mics lit up, but nobody says anything because they're obviously in private chats. So I think in a way, it's kind of good. Now, Infinity War talking about this is going to give people a tactical advantage. Well, you know, okay, maybe on uh, Search and Destroy or something, that's true. But, you know, Team Deathmatch, I never thought of it as much of a problem. So I don't know. But you see, I, I hope they don't. What 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 concerns me more is if these because they've had they have said they're going to bring it to other games as well. So this is just the start of it. Yeah. So this is just the start of it. And what concerns me, you know, the most fun we had playing Left 4 Dead, two, Left 4 Dead, the original one, was hearing the reaction of the other team when oh, you of course. on them. And if they yeah. make it so you can only hear your own team, it'll be proper rubbish. Yeah. You know, because you want to hear them scream when you pounce on them, don't you? That, oh, sure. <laughs> that was yeah, the whole... Yeah, and it adds, you know, it adds a fun element, yeah, to be able to, you know, if you're, if you're taking it low-key, if it's just for kicks and grins... To be able to sort of, hey, nice shot, dude. You know, I'm going to get you back for that or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, the, the banter. And, I mean, I can especially see that with the jockey, you know, when you've jumped on them, I'm going to ride you. Right, sure. <laughs> or whatever, and I can see them. Said- so I'll be I'll be properly disappointed if they take it out of there as well. But they and are- cross-game chat's kind of good, too. If somebody's playing one game, you're playing another, and yeah. you just want to talk about stuff. You know, you won't be able to do that in Modern Warfare 2. Won't. You won't, so that'll be gone as well. I don't know. It's it's an interesting thing to suddenly do. Now the other the other thing that's come out this week, obviously we've had you know, and I know every every other podcast has probably talked about this already. Um, but basically, there's been a lot a lot of controversy, you know, concerning a section of the game that's been released. So there's some spoilers here. So if you don't want to know, turn off now for a few minutes while we talk oh, about whatever. this. But whatever, Spoilers. everybody must know about this by now. 
So basically, there's a it, it comes from the teaser trailer, doesn't it? It's the original teaser trailer that was released for Modern Warfare yeah. Two. It connects back to it, yeah. Yeah, it connects the back. The footage it. wasn't in there, but no, it wasn't. But obviously, that that part that trailer was this section of the yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. So basically, you part the the story of the game or part of the story of the game is you have to infiltrate a is it a Russian terrorist organization? Uh, sure, yeah, why not? not? Well, 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 I don't think it's a terrorist organization. I don't think somebody from Infinity War is going to go, um, excuse me, <laughs> you got the plot wrong. Hello, there is Bekistani, not Russian. Please get your facts right. Yeah, so basically, and you play, you infiltrate the group undercover, play as one of the terrorists, basically, and the game allows you to mow down innocent civilians in the airport. Allah. You watch the, Mumbai. Your you know, the yeah, Mumbai. Infiltrated killing innocent civilians, which is messed up. I mean, I'm not going to lie. That's pretty screwed up, and it's kind of disturbing. But on the other hand, you know, if they're going for realism, like, I don't know why a terrorist organization – I mean, I guess, you know, they want to invoke terror. It kind of feels a little gratuitous to me, but yeah, and the fa- I don't know, I'm I'm a little bit uncomfortable with it. I have to say, I, I do think you know, and I do think that game should push boundaries, you know, but tastefully, you know. And in a um, way, I mean, you know, most games don't show civilians dying, which is screwed up. If you have a war zone, there's no yeah. civilians anywhere in sight. What's that about? But this feels like it's sort of flipping exactly in the opposite direction and saying, like, here's a scene where it's just civilians being slaughtered. But basically, as this is, I mean, they, they, they have been spending a lot of time and effort pulling down every single video of this that's gone up on YouTube or websites around the interweb. And, yeah, you know, they've, yeah. they've done a pretty good job of it so far. Most of them have gone now, so it is hard uh, to find. Whatever, it. I'm sure they did this themselves. It's the best <sighs> way to play the game. What, you think Modern Warfare 2 needs more publicity? I don't, mate, but I think if they thought of a funny way to promote this game, do you, th- do you really think someday they would let this bit of um, footage leak? I really don't think so. They no, apparently, apparently no. No, I, I think they did it themselves. Oh, like, no, it's all in France, isn't it? Apparently it's someone who got hold of an early copy in France yeah, and was filming. of course they did, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, as a result... Guy, yeah, <laughs> early copy by arse. As a result, the press... Have obviously had a field day with this. Of course they have. And and do you want to do you want to hear the the headline in the uh, the Sydney Morning Herald in Australia? Uh, I think I know this. But this on. is the headline: outrage as terrorist game. So not Call of Duty. It's a terrorist <laughs> game. Let's play as massacre civilians. Yeah. So that is, that is the headline. Yeah. So so here, this, I'll just read a little bit of the story. A prominent children's lobby group calling for the government to review its decision to classify as suitable for 15-year-olds an upcoming video that allows players to assume the role of a terrorist and shoot innocent civilians in an airport. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, a highly realistic shooter title due for release on number, November 10th, is one of the most anticipated games of the year. Its predecessor sold more than 40 million copies worldwide and garnered a slew of Game of the Year awards. Uh, but the game sparked controversy as leak footage shows uh, the player massacring civilians with assault weapons in an airport. So there you go. And it said, uh, it said a lot of the problems is because it's reminiscent of the mass killings in Mumbai in the train station. You know, so there's been references to that as well. I mean, I don't know. We're all adults here, aren't we? The game, as we know, has has received an 18 certificate in the UK, which is the first for a modern warfare game or a Call of Duty game. So that sort of makes a bit more sense now, obviously, uh, for that reason. I don't know. I'm I'm a little bit uncomfortable with it, but I won't be playing it anyway, so it doesn't matter to me. I'm not bothered. No. 
I mean, what do you two think? Are you, are you comfortable playing through that? Will you? Because you can skip it. It does allow you to skip the section if you feel uncomfortable about playing it. Are you going to skip or play? I don't know. I have to see what it's like in context. Because I'm not the type of person to ever really say, no, never, you know, I'm not going to do this. I, I want to see what it looks like in context and make my decision then. I'm yeah. not going to skip it. And also, when when you saw the teaser trailer for this, I mean, Call of Duty never do cutscenes. Ever. The the closest they get is something goes on and you can't do anything. Yeah, you just it's true. Look. It's true. It's so always sort of... what did they expect? You was actually going to see your very first cutscene in Call of Duty? No. You was going to you was going to play this. I mean, yeah, apparently you, you can play through the section without shooting anyone, so you don't have to. Yeah. But no, right. not, you don't have to shoot, shoot anyone. But, right? Exactly. There's you, you're watching everyone else. Do but you want to fit in, you know? Go nuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, gotta yeah, well, shoot them. Know, and to be fair, I mean, come on, let's not pretend like this has never no happened in a game before. Down. I mean, you know, dude, pick a game, Fable, Fallout, whatever. Like, go up to a, a person and just shoot him in the head. Why not? Like, you can do it. We've seen terrorists. We've seen terrorist scenes in movies plenty of times. Dude, Call of Duty Four. You're playing as the terrorists shooting U.S. and SAS soldiers. So I mean, what's well, the they're, outrage? They're the I mean, it's civilians, okay. The and then the, the thing. I think it will be uncomfortable. And I don't know whether they're but if there's kids in the in the airport, which you'd assume there is. Of course. You know, I, I would find that yeah, quite uncomfortable. Right. Yeah, of course. I'm not going to lie. Again, like I said, it's it's disturbing. But, you know, sometimes in art, it's worth having a disturbing scene because it makes an artistic point. Now, I don't know that that's necessarily the case here. I thought some of the violence in COD 4 was gratuitous. But I'll give them the benefit of the doubt and wait to see how it fits into the rest of the artistic package. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, once you've played the game, we can maybe talk a little bit more about it. And, and you know, maybe the context will have changed once you've played it, you know, with the rest of the game. You know, not in isolation. Um, okay, one last thing before we do the quiz for this evening. The quiz. Uh, the Sky Player has launched on the... the or so, sort of launched on the UK Xbox. And, yeah... It's got problems, as all stuff on... Issues and tissues. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is pretty much crashed the first day. Nobody could download it. Couldn't connect to it. Uh, yeah, and it was yanked after 24 hours. So after 24 hours, it was pulled off the site, and now they're doing a staged implementation to try and get everybody on board, mm-hmm. apparently. Because he didn't anticipate the amount of people who would want to download Whatever. it, ever, as always. Jesus Christ. 43. Mm, ah. But it's, it's been heavily promoted on UK TV as well, so it's sort of they're advertising it all over the place. And then they don't expect anybody to bother downloading it. It's just ridiculous. It's just you know idiot. what they're doing? They're hoping they can get by without having to provide the necessary infrastructure for the massive response that all their marketing is bound to generate. It's the same as 43. They're like, oh, we're going to get everybody and their grandmother to buy this game. And then they did, and they were like, whoops, I guess we didn't have enough capacity. Because they were trying to skate by with less, and hopefully that would work, but it didn't. And then they just go, oh, we're sorry, we're coming, hang on, we'll fix it. Yeah, it's, it's very odd, I've got to say. I'm just like, they're just idiots, aren't they? They never... How often does Microsoft launch anything that works first time, really? Stuff Avatars, just... Avatars, man. just doesn't work, does it? I mean, party system, party chat, still doesn't work now. They've updated it twice since. It still doesn't work. Yeah. You know, get the shit together, will you? God, it's so yeah. annoying. Imagine what it would be like if this podcast had all sorts of technical problems. I know, problems you never have an issue like that, he says. Um, so yeah, let's move on. 
no cranky duke this week. You're, you're giving it a, a rest for a little bit, aren't you, while yeah, you? Yeah, I just feel like it kind of became a bit of a chore. And you know, Silent Goblin, thanks again for that idea. I do want to use it at some point, so I'll probably do at least one more in the future. But for now, I need to take a break. It, it was becoming kind of a slog. So thanks, everybody, who liked it, and I'm glad you liked it. And if I have other ideas, and like I say, I'll probably use Psionics at some point. But for now, I just need to put it on the shelf and take a break. Yeah, but you have got an alternative for us, I believe, that you can play for us a little bit while we take a quick break before the quiz. There is a preview from a movie that came out in 1980s. I was just going to say, so we're going to listen to a preview for a movie that came out 20 years ago. That's right. Or even longer, possibly. Okay, let's (laughs) do it. All right, here we go. This is The Wizard. It's a California please. It's $226. Well, we only have $27.30. What does that get us? Nowhere. Corey's taking his brother Jimmy on a ride. These two boys already traveled more than 80 miles across the state. We hired someone to find him. What's his problem? He's just giant. But Jimmy's got a secret. You got 50000 on Double Dragon? That could make this the ride of their lives. Look at him. He's a wizard. He's headed for the video championship. <laughs> this guy? What is that? Power glove. Yeah, well, uh, just keep your power gloves up for right? With a touch of romance. I am not kissing a boy. And a ton of trouble. That's you. But you wait. They'll get there any way they can. Jimmy! Here we come! It's Jimmy! It's Jimmy! Come here! Now, what do you think you're doing to him? All his life, you've been telling him to do what you want him to do. How about once ask what he wants to do, huh? Video Armageddon! It's going to take a lot of guts. You can do it! A little magic. And the wizard, Fred Savage. That sounds excellent. I want to see it now. It was a huge ad for Nintendo. Like they had all the, they had some stupid glove they were using, and you know Super Mario Three. I think it was right before Super Mario Three came out. That so was the thing. Big, never... Yeah, out with glove. That's ridiculous. That is. The... Movie, I remember the movie. The movie was horrible. Did it you watch it? So you have seen yeah. this movie. Oh, I have. Yeah, it was like your typical Hollywood, you know, farce. Like, uh, I just so. Do you, know, you know, I think at some point the music sounded like a porn film. You know. They... <laughs> Music at the beginning of the trailer. I was like, I don't know that I really grumpy. picked up on that, but yeah, I'll take grumpy. your word for it. Um, but yeah, we like that. At least he gave us a little break, didn't he? We like. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's that time of the show again for uh, this week's uh, this week's quiz. I've I've mixed up the rounds a little bit this week. Okay, okay so uh, are you ready with the intro music, Mister Chin? Are you ready this time? Yeah, I should be. Okay, well, up on me. well, let's do the intro. Let's go. Yeah, it's cocking up on me. Fair <laughs> on. <laughs> Welcome to another exciting episode of the Gamerators, uh, with your host, uh, the Daddy, for this week. Thank fuck I'm not taking part. Here we go. 
Um, I'd like to introduce the contestants for this week on the red side. We have the Duke. And on the blue side, we have Ginny. Booyah. Booyah. Are you ready, guys? Yeah. Sure. No. Oh, wait, yes. Gladiators, ready. No, I'll stop. Just turn the music down a little bit. I turn the music down. Okay. It's okay. We've got the quiz tonight. We're going to have uh, three rounds tonight. We're going to have uh, Look Who's Talking tonight. But I love that film. We're going to have Look Who's Talking. We are going to have a specialist uh, round, specialist subject round. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, you see. Do you see what I did there? And we're going to have uh, Duke's yeah, review round. So we're going to have the review round again tonight also. Do the review, name the game. you got to do this thing yeah. that rhymes. Do the review, name the game. So we're going to have yeah. that also tonight. So tonight we're going to start off a la Mastermind. We're going to start off with your specialist subjects. Getting so, right into the new stuff. Indeed. So, Duke, can I ask you, what is your specialist subject for this evening? What is my specialist subject on every podcast? It's either Ico or Mist, and I think I chose Mist. I think you did choose Mist. Ooh, Mist, yay. Go ahead, stump me. There's ready? no way you're going to get me. Here we go. Yeah. Question one. All right. What is Sirius's wife's name in the game? Uh, Catherine. Is it Keita? Catherine. Cool choice. Uh... Lyra, Tiana, or none of these? None of these. Her name is Catherine. That is the correct answer. Woo! I should get bonus points for not needing the multiple choice things. Maybe you should. Maybe you should, but that is one point to Duke. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Catherine. Which of the brothers has a secret door in his room in the mechanical age? Akanar, Cyrus, both, or neither? I can't Catherine. remember, so I know there is one, so I'm going to say both. Is the correct answer. Yes! I thought one of them was a secret door and one of them was, like, in the bed or something. I don't know. I guess no, they both have a secret door. I do remember okay. because I played it recently. Yeah! Okay, question three. How many marker switches are on the main island? Oh, man, Seven, I used to know this. Go nine, ahead. ten, or eight? Nine. Is the wrong answer. <gasps> the answer to that was eight. Damn right. it. Marcus, which is on the main island. Right. Okay. Question four. How many messages are saved on the Akanar's imager in his room on Channelwood? Three, four, two, or five? Two. It's actually four. Yeah. That's the one where he's like going, It is. Yeah. It is. Oh, man. I didn't watch all of those. Oh, yeah. Well, look, you, you said you were good. <laughs> he's got one meaningful message where he talks about like where the page is or something. I know, and yeah. The other ones are all like, Now, I've got five questions each. Now, you can have a choice between question one and question six because there was an extra one. So, which would you like? I'll yeah. give you a choice for the last question. Question one. Question one? Okay, question like one. More likely to get it. Who plays Cirrus in the game? Is it Ryan Miller, Robin Miller, Robert Miller, or Darren Miller? Robin Miller. Is the correct answer. <laughs> well Yay. done, you. So on your specialist round, you scored three out of five questions. Well done, you. Well done, you. Okay. I'm going to move on to Chini now. What was your specialist subject, Chini? 
I believe I chose Grand Theft Auto 4. You did choose Grand Theft Auto 4. Okay, question... I don't know why I chose Grand Theft Auto 4. You have to answer every question as Nico. Okay, question one. Which of these cars is the slowest in the game? The Stallion, the Inferno, the Comet, or the Corquette? Uh, run through them again. The Stallion, the Infernus, actually it is, the Infernus, the Comet, or the Corquette? It's like Corquette. Is the wrong answer. The actual answer was the Stallion. Okay, question two. Nico discovers that Florian Kravik is now named Bert, Bernie, Barney, or Bob. Oh. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Do you want me to repeat the question? Yes, please. Uh, oh. Nico discovers that Florian Kravik is now named Bert, Bernie, Barney, or Bob. It's not Bob. It's not Bert. I'll say Bernie. Is the correct answer. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Okay. Nico disembarks into Liberty City from what ship? The whale. The platypus. The bronco. <laughs> the, I don't even need to say the rest. It is the no. platypus. So yeah. well. Catherine. <laughs> Catherine. Well it's the correct yeah. answer. Okay. Question number four. If Nico chooses to enact revenge upon Dimitri, who dies as a result? Packy, Roman, Mallory, or Kate? Kate. Is the correct answer. Well done. And the final question, number five for you. The payphone assassin calls himself what? The man, the soldier, the fixer, or the killer? Fixer. Is the correct answer. It's tied up, baby. It is. So at the end of that round, you scored four out of the oh. five. So you just got one point in front at the end oh, of really? I thought Yeah, was you scored oh, three. Really? So you scored three. Chini- uh, Wait, what two- am I cheering for? Chini- I know. <laughs> you cheated. His questions were much harder. I demand that you give me a different question. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I've got to say, I thought Chini's questions were pretty tough as well. Though, yeah, so. they were. So well done, Chini, for that. So at the end of, of round one, Chini is just in the lead. Wow. So... The next, the next round we're going to have is Look Who's Talking. Okay. Look Who's Talking. Now, I'm going to let you choose the clip. So, seeing as you're behind, you, you, can, you can choose the first clip. So, can you choose either clip one, two, three, or four? And basically, the, the premise is you've got to identify who's talking and what game they're talking about for a bonus point. Okay? Who's talking and what game they're talking about? Yep. So, you've got to okay. guess who's talking and what game... They're talking about all, or what game they would have been, because one's not actually talking about a game, but it was okay. he was doing an interview for the game and decided not to talk about it. Okay, okay. give if me clip sense. two. Clip two, can you play clip two, please, Chinny? Okay. Some cool stuff in there. There's new gameplay mechanics. There's new, uh, new stuff to do. It's a little, it's a little bit more story driven in there. And, it, it, you know, it's just going to tie up a few loose threads. You know, maybe there's some stuff which comes for free. Maybe there's some stuff that costs a little bit. And maybe there's some stuff that costs an awful lot. I mean, okay. Okay, I'm so, going to assume you altered that voice. I Possibly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it would be way wow, too wow. easy if I hadn't. 
I don't even know the names of any developers. I... Um, <laughs> I don't know. Peter Molyneux. It is Peter Molyneux. Oh my goodness! That's... Talking about one point. Well, it, it isn't a game. It's something else. So you've got to. It, it's oh. not really the game. So it's... oh well, then he's talking about um, Natal. He isn't. So you didn't get the bonus, uh, but that's one point for you, Duke. Uh, what are you talking about? Chini oh, for bonus yeah, point. Do you know what he was talking about? Um, he wasn't talking about a game. He was talking about a part of the game, but not the actual game. Co-op. No, he was. He was about the episodes. He he was talking about the Seed of Future DLC. Oh, okay. So one point for you, right, Chini? Would you like to choose a clip, please? So yeah, you can I'll choose one, three, and four. I'll choose number one. Okay, go. Cooperatively completely seamless from single player. It really plays the same from a standpoint of it's a very which action game combined with deep role playing elements. But when you play cooperatively, it just opens up this other realm. So as an example, we have this thing that people invented while we were testing to called called serving. So someone with a hammer will sit down, strike the ground, and a hammer does a radius juggle. So all these guys will fly it up in the air, and then someone who's really agile in air combat will start just staying in there, just ping ponging across it. But it's the coolest thing ever, and you really could never do that in single player. But Okay, who was that and what were they talking about? How am I supposed to guess who it was? <laughs> you know what they're talking about, you just say... Okay, yeah, if you know what they're talking about, you'll know who it is. <laughs> well, I'd say Bungie and Halo 3 then. No, I can pass it over. Any ideas, Duke? Well, I was going to say um, Crackdown 2. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, I have picked very popular developers that we often take the staff of. It was actually Dennis Dyack talking about two human, would you oh. believe? Uh, so no points there for either of you. This so, is really hard. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Let's, well, I got let's, Peter Mullen you, so it can't be that hard. The next two I, I think are quite easy. That was probably the toughest one, to be fair. Okay. Jude, uh, which would you like? Clip three or clip mm, four? Three. Okay, go. Uh huh. We're really focusing on, you know, a great single player experience, a great multiplayer experience, uh, something new that hadn't ever really been done before, and getting those into a box. And the, the fact that they ended up in three different games, you know, we think that's fine. And we think that there's a, there's a tremendous amount of value, but we've always tried to give people a tremendous amount of value. We want people to say after they buy one of our products, that was the best dollar I spent on any entertainment product, you know, in the last year. Okay, oh, damn it. Why do I always know the other person's... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, you're going to steal it because I have no idea. The only other developer I really know is Cliff Pazinski, so Cliff Pazinski. No, it wasn't. Chinny, for a point. Valve. So who would be, who would the developer be? Gabe Newell. Indeed it was. And what right. game was he talking about? The Orange Box. Indeed he was. That's two points for that, Chini. Well stolen. Oh, nice. Well stolen. And, uh, and the final one for Chini. Oh, yeah. I saw that you were playing some of the games around here. Um, what were some of the highlights that you've seen? Uh, well, I could, I, I could do the whole, like, hardcore gamer thing, like, I'm dying to play Resident Evil 5, I mean, there's a lot of great games, I think Resistance 2 looks really good, Ted Price, and they're really, you know, awesome guys over there, <laughs> this is going to sound so cheesy, but I'm really excited about Lips over there. 
yesterday we had this like I was doing like Bust a Move by Young MC on karaoke and I got like 1.6 million on it, right? And because like you know that was like, like my high school right there, right? He talks fast, doesn't he? <laughs> Well, he wasn't talking about his game, though. He wasn't, no. He wasn't. So who was it? That was Cliff Blazinski. It was Cliff Blazinski for a point. And what game do you think he was actually promoting that he just didn't talk about? Because he didn't want to, which was weird. He just didn't want to talk about it. Is it, uh, is it the obvious one? Or is it... Was that this year? He said. I can't, I can't give you any clues. I can't give you any clues. I'll say Gears of War 2. It was Gears of War 2 he was talking about. So well, it could have been Shadow Complex, that's where I... Cause that's, yeah, but Resident Evil 5 came out a long time ago. He wouldn't have ah, that's, a point. that's a good point. Yeah. But he, I should get a point for that. I know. Do you, well, you said Cliff Blazinski enough of times. Yeah, what was, I know, right? What was interesting with that, right? She started interviewing and he said, I only want to talk about my game for 30 seconds and then I just want to talk about other stuff. And that's okay. basically what he did. So he talked about his game for 30 seconds and then talked about other stuff afterwards. Which, uh, yeah. which was just weird. But he normally talks fast anyway, so I thought it was quite funny to make him speak even faster. <sighs> so, at the end of that round, Duke is on four points. <laughs> He's got um, 15. He has eight points. He's steaming ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Woo! But he can all change in the final round. But right. it won't. Is the, uh, what, was it, what was the title of this round, Duke? Do the review, name the game. Review name the game. Okay, I'm going to do it in the same format so you can choose between one and four. Never so mind that, just read me a review. Right, what do you want then? One or just one, give me number one. One, okay. <laughs> okay. I will like I'm going to increase my likelihood of getting these right. I will give you the dates of each of these games when they were released. You'll get the occasional heebie jeebies from this game, but the magic of the first game hasn't been recreated here. It's true that some of the changes in the new game seem like they were intended to address criticisms of the first game. Tedious and claustrophobic environments, lack of enemy variety, and so on. Sadly, though, these changes were made. The resulting sequel, while fun and well-crafted, seems to have lost sight of the strengths that made its predecessor so unique. Nevertheless, playing this game is a worthwhile way to pass the time while we wait for the inevitable next instalment. What year? Uh, it was in Feb 2009. Wow, well, that takes away the one I was thinking of. Damn it. Um, that wasn't necessarily released there. That was when the review was written, so it was possibly released a little bit later than that. But it wouldn't have been around that time. February 2009. Wow. Well, I don't know. I can't think of anything else, so I'll say Fear 2. It is the correct answer. Bastard. Wow. I knew, I was, oh, well, I knew that. Because, I mean, I, yeah, that was obviously what I thought of, but I, I thought it was released earlier than that. How about that? Yeah, Feb 2009. Okay. Chini, okay. two, three, or four? Two. Number two. Here we go. This game is undoubtedly a fantastic-looking game, as anyone who played the demo will attest. The enemy and design is brilliant. The effects, especially the smoke, are spectacular. And many of the levels, especially the Frozen City, are truly epic. It's enjoyable to play too, thanks to tight controls and dumb but decent gameplay. However, poor design decisions really drag it down. Too much time is spent running around nondescript wastelands and dark caves. Plus, the lack of original enemies later in the game means it's almost a chore trying to complete them. Cheap enemy attacks and occasional camera and slowdown issues are also evident. And while some will see this as nitpicking, they are points that need to be made, especially when it takes so little time to finish. And that was in uh, by IGN in January 
So there was a demo for it. There was a demo for this game, yes. Snow level. I really, I really, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I can't think at all. No, I'm sorry. I have no clue. Want to pass it over, Duke? Any ideas? I don't know. All I can think of is Bioshock. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It, it was actually Lost Planet. It was Lost yeah, Planet. Fro- the whole game's frozen. Well, it was Lost Planet. Ah, dumb oh. review. Okay. Um, Did you write that review, Steve? Because it was talking about how pretty it looked. <laughs> it didn't, I didn't. It's IGN, International Stew Gaming. <laughs> okay. Uh, Duke, would you like three or four? Three. Three, okay. This game is a premise with promise. And if you've been waiting patiently for a game to really dive into the whole crew-based heist tale concept, you might be able to look past some of the story flaws. But when you consider the nearly ridiculous number of extremely high-quality shooters available recently, there's not much room for something like this game, even taking into account the somewhat unique nature of its story. That said, the multiplayer is a smart idea that's worth seeing, even if playing it makes you wish that it was used in another, better game. What year? December 2007. Crew-based heist? Uh... Oh, man. I have no idea. Um... I don't know that I've ever played a heist game. I don't know whether you've played this. I know one of you's played this. Oh, now you say you don't know if I've played it or not. This this. is my brain from games I've played. (laughs) I haven't played it. You may Um, may or may not. uh, I'm totally blind. I can't even think of a game with a heist in it. Uh, Ocean's Eleven, the game. I don't know. No, but that's sort of a good guess if there was one of those. Um, uh, Chini, pass it over. Tiny Lynch. It was indeed Kane and Lynch. Not only that, but that is the Jeff Gerstrom caused all the controversy. Ah. That is is the review. That's what his closing comments were for the game. For the record, I've never played Kane and Lynch. Well, you've not missed anything there. That's what I heard. That's why I never played it. The final game... uh, For the meaningless meaningless beat the spread, Chinny. Yeah. So the final one is for you, Chinny. Are you ready? I'll pick number four. I think you should pick. (laughs) The answer is Catherine. Okay. At around 10 to 15 hours, this game isn't exactly a brief experience, but its addictive and gratifying combat can certainly make it feel so. As visually appealing as the game's graphics are, they are dwarfed by the entrancing core melee gameplay, which is no small feat. Whether or not you follow the films is irrelevant to your potential enjoyment of the game, because it is so brilliantly communicates the story's themes. The resulting combination of fierce fighting, fantastically integrated interactive cutscenes, and just plain awesome graphics make it a thoroughly entertaining package. What year was it? May 2008. May. Oh, it's like a really stupid. I feel stupid too. <laughs> I always feel stupid. Well, you don't need to feel stupid, Chinny, because you're winning. Oh, wait, you won, I mean. So is it a movie toying game? It's a movie and obviously, if there's movies. I'm trying to think. But it's got mele- a strong melee component. Look, Duke, I'm not being funny, but you're not meant to be giving him clues. Wow, well, <laughs> like I said, it doesn't even matter at this point. I'm just trying to help think out loud. Oh, it's probably some crappy 
I'm trying to think of what films. The only one, I can only think of one film that was out. And you're sure that Chinny's played this? He has definitely played this. I've played this. Do you know if I've played it for sure? I don't know what oh, he's played. He's definitely played it. Is it the Ball Conspiracy? That's it is the Ball Conspiracy. Wow. wow. See, I did give you a hint. Man, shut up. Dude. Shut <laughs> no, up. Yeah. Is it really 10 to 15 hours? Jeez. No. <laughs> I think that Maybe that review was from suckygamers.net. It's not a bad game, but it's not 10 to 15 hours. Yeah, I, 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 when you said that, you've defi- I've definitely played this. Yeah. And then you said, that, yeah, I know for a fact uh, 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 you know I've played this, Steve, yeah. because I remember you heard me talk about it. Okay, so so that is the end of the quiz. <sighs> I, did, I did have a tiebreaker question ready, but I don't think I need it. Well, go ahead and ask it anyway for fun. No, well, no, 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 I'll save it for another. I'll save it for the next hey, one. Hey, what was the other missed question? Um, oh, the other missed question. Yeah, I can tell you that one if, you, if you'd like. But I'll tell you what, you can redeem yourself because there's still no chance of casual, <laughs> so you can have a point if this you get it. This one's worth 20 points. Okay. To what degree must a telescope on stone ship be facing to work? 270 degrees, 43 degrees, 135 degrees, or 147 degrees? 135. Indeed it was. So you'd have got <laughs> as well. Dude, so oh man, that's so sad that I know that. <laughs> that is sad that you. Know, I, I didn't played that game like four times. I guess I really shouldn't. <laughs> so anyway, at the end of the quiz, Duke scored five points, yeah, and really. and winning with a massive ten points was Chinny. Yes. Well Thank done, Chinny. Well, I think I don't think you've lost yet, have you? I haven't lost yet. No. Yeah, that's just wrong. There's something. <laughs> I am awesome at guessing games. For Duke games. lost again. Duke lost <laughs> and I cheated last week anyway, so you know. Yeah. I che- and we Not got so a chance. I was a weak host. Put it this way, at least I didn't shout at you when I got a question wrong. Anyway. <laughs> you should do. I know. I should do. But well done well done for your specialist rounds. I thought you did both very well. In yeah, the- we, uh, well, we should have done well because it was a specialist round. So. I know, exactly. I know. So, it's just every question. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well What's done. the name of Mist? Mist. Right. Okay. Uh, well, I think it's time to do some shout-outs. Uh, get the hell out of here, and yeah, get the hell out of here, basically. Yes. So Hi. we'll come to you first, the Duke. Uh, what are your um, shout? Yeah, I'll shout out all the new members. We got a bunch of them. I don't know any of their names, but welcome to the site, and I hope you're enjoying the podcast. And if you're not listening to the podcast, you need to listen, damn it, because we do this for you people. Yeah, but um, if if, you, if they're not listening, how will they hear that? Well, somebody who knows one of these people, tell them to listen for crying out loud. Uh, <laughs> shout out to everybody on the website and everybody who doesn't go to the website but listens to the podcast. Come on by. Say hello. We like to see you. Thanks to you two guys for having me on. Cheers to the thumbsticks and everybody else. Adam, sorry you couldn't stay with us, but we loved having you on for the time you were around. And also shout out to CPM for uh, chatting with me about Borderlands and the ending and stuff. And other people who finish it, let's talk about that ending because I, you know, I want to know what you think. Yeah, that's it. Okay. And um, Ginny? I want to shout out Ian W99 because we had a few games of Uncharted 2 on the Halloween weekend special where everybody played skeletons or zombies. And it was double cash weekend as well, so it's cool. How so did it look, by the way? Was that cool? I missed out on that, I have to yeah, say. Yeah, it was all right. You know, it was exactly how you would expect it to look. You know, skeletons versus zombies. It was fun. Yeah, but some people said they look a, looked a bit like the T-1000s from um, Terminator. Yeah, no, I, I guess. I guess, yeah. They had like a big, like a, a red, like a really vibrant red heart in the middle of them, the skeletons. 
the zombies were a bit hard to tell they were zombies unless you got really close to them because they just looked like really pale men. But you know, so they weren't like... moaning about brains. No, no. Yeah. But it was fun. It was really good. Yeah, my mate played it. He said it was a lot of fun. He said it was mm. a lot of. Um, well, I'd like to shout out At- Atlas Games, a company that make obviously Demon Cells. Because oh. uh, you see, I had to get it. Can't in go somewhere. one week. I had to get it in somewhere uh, because they had a Halloween special going on as well. Uh, they basically turned the tendency in every world to black, so it made the game three times harder than it already is, which is really, really, really hard. Uh, but basically, if you could withstand the the difficulty of the game, you got greater rewards for putting up with it. So good stuff there. So I, I like that. I like the fact that, you know, do little promotions for Halloween and stuff. I mean, that's really cool. So there you go. So that was quite cool. I'd also like to shout out uh, the guy we met on the train. He said he might listen to us, but I doubt he will. But we'll shout him out anyway. He was called Fallen Hero. Fallen Hero Fallen is his Hero. gamer tag. Now, make sure you spell this right because we want people to send him random messages for no apparent reason. Uh, send him, just send him 035s. Yeah. Just that, uh, nothing else. Fallen nothing. Heroes, double E on the on the, on heroes. the heroes bit. Yeah. Just say 035s and he'll freak out. Yeah, he will. He will, because we said we were going to get people to send him random messages. So let's hope the listeners can do that for us, because that will be And he be says, better. oh, no, don't do that. But he, he, he kind of said that in a way that he did want it to happen. Yeah, yeah. He was a nice guy, though. He was a nice he guy. He was a nice guy. He was on the train, yeah. so yeah, nice guy. I'd also like to thank uh, Adam or Rodrotsky, and you know, thanks for being on the show tonight. Real pity you couldn't uh, have stayed around, but you know, that's the internet for you. I know all too well what that's like. Um, I'd also like to thank uh, Rinky Dinky Dan for joining us down at Eurogamer, and also Rickster who came along. So uh, thanks to you guys for joining us at Eurogamer, and it was uh, yeah, I'd just like to reiterate it was what a fantastic day it was. And and I think that's it for my shout outs. And so. Hi. On that note, on a, that sh- this show with no technical glitches, that's been as smooth as a baby's bum. I'm going to pretend to be Adam. Yeah, yeah, thanks, yeah. It was great <laughs> being on, yeah. I'm six foot ten. Six foot <laughs> massive. He made Chinny look small. He <laughs> made me look small. He did make Chinny look small. Uh, but yeah, thanks, Adam, and thanks to you guys, and let's uh, go and go. Bye. In a bizzle, bitches. Stop talking. <laughs>